Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. What's up, Klein? Allie, Los Angeles. Happy Friday, bitches. It's not about that Monday, Tuesday. No one cares about Wednesday. Thursday. Forget that voice. Are you ready for the weekend? Are you ready for the rear end? Are you ready for the weekend? Are you ready for the rear end? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, trash Thursday, Friday, forget about that Friday, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, sleeping in Eating brunch KROQ FM and HD Pasadena, Los Angeles, Orange County. This is the world famous K Rock. Oh, hell yeah. Welcome to the weekend. How goes it? We are Klein Alley Show on Man. a Friday morning. Good morning. 747 said my cold pills, because they're sick, and my edibles just hit with the weekend song drop. Hello Friday. Finally feeling better. That's the key. You got to mix that music with some medicine and you'll be feeling A-OK. Just don't mess up your quills. I've, I've been that guy before that has accidentally taken the, the night quill in the daytime and the day quill in the nighttime. Which Ooh. could not be clear which one's which, but we you won't know get me. into that now. I'm not getting into it. So you shouldn't either. <laughs> Good morning. I'm Klein. There's Allie. Morning. That's DJ Omar Khan right there. Hey, how's it going? So doing all right. Oh, you feel like I feel like you're actually from how you sounded on uh, Monday to how you sound yeah. now. You're the only guy who's moving in the right direction. Yeah, I, I feel tons better. I was a little congested last night, but didn't sleep. Get, didn't get to sleep till about two thirty a.m. But oh. other than that, I'm I'm fine. <laughs> other on, than that, that's terrible. You're going on three. Yeah. You're going on three hours of sleep. Yeah, this been this has been actually going on for a couple of months now. Yeah, it's it's my uh, insomnia has been insane. But I thought uh, even on a good night for you, four hours, like you consider four hours to be a successful night's sleep. 
You know what? That was maybe when I was younger. Like now that I'm a little bit older, I am really starting to feel it. And I'm really needing some sleep now. And uh, yeah, with all the kid activities and constantly you know, being busy, it's a lot harder now to uh, keep up with just four hours of sleep. My body's taking a toll. Meanwhile, Jake the Nerd back there, he's happy because oh. he got a nice five-hour nap yesterday followed by another sleep at night. That guy's sleeping about uh, 22 hours of, of the day, I believe. I think right? 23 and a half. 23 and a half. he's like a cat. It's unbelievable. Um, Omar- uh, did you see that video that he sent yesterday of future Jake? No. no he, he didn't. Oh, oh, we got to get into this later. He, sent a, he, he sent a video, Instagram video of him in the future sleeping with cats, napping with cats. Oh, I nap with dogs. Oh, yeah. You know, the thing about okay. Jake's videos when he sends them is that I do not ever open them. Yeah. Okay, I know, especially when it. he sends me something on Instagram. I'm like, ugh. Jake's, it's a good rule of thumb, but Jake's, this one, you can make the exception. Yes. No, I heard about this guy. His, he's a professional cat napper, right? Yeah, it's it's every day. This is what he does. I yeah. mean, it sounds great. Jake's the only guy I know in my life that still occasionally sends a Facebook video. <laughs> oh my God. videos. Yeah. And you get like an email about it. Yeah. It's like Jake sent you a video, and you're yeah. like, oh. it's in the mail. Yeah, you got You got to <laughs> click the link. Yeah, you got link. You got three days to watch it. You got to send it back. Oh Jesus, that's the worst. We got a decent show planned for you today. Believe it or not, we'll get you into the sold out K Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas, like we've been doing all week. Uh, today you'll be listening for. Let's see here. I should know this. Oh, garbage. There you go. Garbage. You got four hours of that to look forward to. Yeah. Uh, number one crush by the band Garbage. When you hear us play that this morning, give us a call, 800-520-1067, and we will get you into the show. Um, Man, 562 said, um, you, are my, you are the start to my Monday today. That would oh. suck, man, for your Friday to be your Monday. Yeah, I do. Hear, I know some people that have very strange schedules like that, either time-wise, like they go into work at midnight, or they do that thing where they get like a Tuesday, Wednesday off, mm-hmm, you know, because they're, mm-hmm. they're, those days are trash anyway, and then they will, uh, you know, they have to work through the weekend. Which I understand having a day off in the middle of the week because, you know, the stores aren't as crowded, you can get fine parking at places, like that must be nice, but then everyone's doing stuff on the weekends and you're working. You know how we've been pushing this four-day work week on this show for a long time? even before it was really popular and trendy. I mean, a lot of people said the first time they even heard about this concept was on this show. And we were just talking yep. about how really just the idea that when you randomly got into one of those four-day work, you know, work weeks because of a holiday, how much better everyone's mood was, how it, how it not only made the four-day week better, but it made the week before it better and the week after it better. It had like a three-week effect almost. Yeah. And we were talking about it, and then all of a sudden it became this thing where we were like, maybe we shift to a four-day work week. I just saw... Um, I think Steve Jobs is saying that uh, forget about the or not Steve Jobs Steve he's Jobs. dead. Steve Jobs, how he's is he saying those? He things? says the seven oh day work week. Is, is your uncle? Did he tap into that? Said, is it working? <laughs> my uncle talked to Steve Jobs. No, Bill, a telephone booth. No, he called him. I got, I got my nerds confused. Bill Gates was saying that uh, <laughs> that he believes with AI, the real benefit is that he thinks that we will be at a three day work week within a few years. <laughs> He said four days are for suckers. Yeah, goes, but it's, right, know, it's all about the three-day work Klein, that's like billionaire out-of-touch syndrome. Like, he's yes. at the point where he's like, we should just work for three days. And no. it's like, yeah, you can because you're Bill Gates. His thought, though, is that the AI, we're all scared the AI is going to replace us. And yes, for some people, it will replace us. But they're say, he's saying the reality is it will just make it so much easier that we any job now that takes someone five days to do, can, they can do in three days. So you think even for, like, you know, construction jobs, that somebody can do yeah. a job just as effectively in three days as they could in well, five with, days? If AI is used properly, yeah. I don't know what AI does, well, but, but I'm not smart enough. I mean, enough. some of those, like, 3D printed houses yeah. that they do, you know, it takes them for, like, you know, a month to build, but still, they're going to improve and get faster. So I'm, I think it's, listen, I just know that we set our side, once again, we set the bar too low with this four-day thing. 
Uh, Incubus now. We get into today's show next, Carol. Friday morning, you should be in a better mood, at least slightly right now. It is Klein Alley's show. Super windy this morning, at least uh, my drive-in. I don't know yeah. how it was for you, but uh, I guess be aware for that. I don't know what you're supposed to say. Wind warning. Santa Anna, you. Uh, we got uh, lots going on in today's show, including the following. The Big Bet will be back here. Chance for you to gamble on something on the show, win a prize. The return of Netflix or not Flix, because today is the first month of December. So Netflix has a whole bunch of new stuff that has arrived and other stuff that's going away. And we'll find Did out. say the first month of December? First day of whatever the hell it is. You know, <laughs> I, Omar. This is going to be great, guys. Today, Al- Ali and wow. I, I don't even want to get... I'm on the lack of sleep. Oh, all are, dude. Yeah, I, how much I, did I, you By the get? way, to hear Omar got two and a half hours last night makes me jealous. Oh, come on. I got nowhere near that last night. I got Why? Maybe, I got maybe a solid 30 minutes. Dude, I thought you got the IV. I thought you were all good. Well, the problem is I did get the IV because I was trying to keep away from all these germs. And Allie's, Allie looks like a pirate. She got scurvy or something yesterday. All no. of a sudden, in the middle of the meeting after the show, her eyes started puffing up. She looked like she got real high oh, on half no. her face. And now Dude. she's all... Um, I got pink eyes. She got pink eye, but her <laughs> eye is all swollen. looks like she's stung by a thousand bees in one of her eyes. Yeah, my eye was like swollen oh shut God. like Rocky when I woke up. Yeah. And I have like a, a eye drops that I have to put in every three hours. It's Do you like- have that eye crust? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had oh, huge man. eye crust all over. So I'm trying to avoid getting it in my other eye or getting it to Klein. Klein, you're yeah. going to get that. Know, it's no, very contagious. I, it's Super contagious. Mo- it's the most contagious thing out there. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to get that. So <laughs> cool. I, went, yeah, I went yesterday and I got all IV'd up. So I was like, give me all the stuff. But I didn't realize in the IV. I <laughs> we put, have no cure for Allie. Uh, Just yeah. go <laughs> with God. Yeah. So I prayed and I used the IV. <laughs> but the IV I had was all uh, jacked up with all this energy stuff. So I was, oh. I was, I was, I was oh, that's what I, I was gonna tell you. I that. didn't even go until the, like the afternoon. So See, I was. That's what's because the one time I got I it done, up, I went baby. at like three or four p.m. and I couldn't sleep all night. Yeah, I like thought about like I was laying in bed last night going like I gotta, I gotta go punch something yeah. or work out. You get like Jimmy leg. It's crazy. Yeah, I was shaking the whole night, and then finally I was like, all right, four o'clock, time to get up. Oh no! So I don't think I even slept last night. So tonight because be, you were trying to feel better. I was trying to feel better. Tonight's <laughs> gonna be a real interesting thing at this uh, LA Comic Con. If you would like a uh, a real choose your own adventure of evening. Uh, why don't you join us tonight, 7 to 9, LA Convention Come on Center. down, get some pink eye. Yeah. Yeah, pink eye. First, <laughs> first 106 people will get pink eye, guaranteed. I had a um, zit, you know, a couple of weeks ago, and a then herpy. now I have, no, it's not a herpy, but I haven't had a zit in years, and then now I have pink eye. I feel like I'm like Benjamin buttoning like med- medical conditions. <laughs> we'll get uh, to that later in the show today. We'll pick some football games as we do on Fridays. Uh, we will uh, also get into the box of shame, and uh, what do we have for you? Oh, that's right, number one crush garbage when you hear that song call us up we'll get you into acoustic christmas and some king's tickets all happening this morning we'll be back in a moment with ali knows the news it's a pick your poison edition you want to take on sleep deprived omar jake who thinks he's a lot smarter than he actually is because i am you want to take on uh vanessa or uh, postmaster johnny the choice is yours 100 dollars up for grabs call us now we'll do that next all right let's pay the people turn this day into a payday for many people it is first of the month a friday hopefully you're getting paid today we'd love to pay you a little bit more a little sweet bonus comes from Allie. it's time for Allie knows the news she's got a bunch of janky ass tattoos let's find out if Allie knows the news pick your poison friday you can battle any why of his wife is a gold digger and he still said i do thank let's you let's find out if Allie knows the news do 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 all right, thank you for that. Always appreciate the DIY theme songs. They always make us feel great about our lives and our relationships. Let nope. me say hi to uh, Lewis on K-Rock this morning. Hello, Lewis. Who would you like to battle on this very exciting Pick Your Poison edition of Allie Knows the News? Uh, battling Vanessa. Oh, oh wonderful. Smart. Vanessa's Allie. actually very good at this game. She plays along every day. 
She doesn't like to be bothered. Whenever we ask her, well, what the hell was going on back there? She goes, I was playing. Yeah, it's her favorite thing that we do. So hold on one second. Uh, <laughs> Vanessa is going to go ahead and sequester herself so she cannot hear these questions. Johnny, sequester dead tooth. We've got five questions here about the world. Let's see how you do. Uh, you versus dead tooth. If uh, you do better, Allie will pay you 100 bucks of her money either way. And your round of Allie Knows the News, the Vanessa dead tooth edition starts now. Allie Knows the News. Elon Musk has just hand-delivered the first set of keys for this new Tesla vehicle that has been released. Dang. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Already hitting roadblocks. Question number two. Uh, This legendary (laughs) UCLA basketball coach has just been immortalized on a stamp by the United States Postal Service. John Wooden. Question number three. This rock band for smelly people has just announced that they will be re- they will be doing a residency at the Las Vegas Sphere after U2 is done. Which band is it? Incubus? Come on! Question, he gave you such a great hint! Question number four. For the first time in 50 years, the United States plans to land on what? Hearing? <laughs> For the first time what? in 50 years, the U.S. plans to land on what? So Uranus? Oh, you're, my you're, God. It is funny. Uranus is a funny answer. It's worth losing over. Definitely worth it. 100 bucks for that joke. Totally worth it. Uh, final, final question. A 42-year-old man in Los Angeles has been convicted for arranging more than 300 of these. This man has been convicted now. It's a big story locally, but it's getting national and international attention. Is, is, uh, is that a smash and grab? All right. Let's bring in uh, Vanessa and see if she I'm can I'm interested in how Vanessa's going to do on this round. Well, if she, questions. if she loses, I think we have to fire her immediately. <laughs> I mean, Allie, let's be honest. This is like... I hard, don't think she should lose. Hard to lose yeah. this. Someone send Vanessa in when she's ready to go. Vanessa, you ready? I'm ready. Okay, there she is. Hey, Vanessa, here we go. Answer them as quickly and confidently as you can. Okay. Question no- number one. Elon Musk has just hand-delivered the keys to this brand new Tesla model that has just been released. Muscle truck, Tesla oh, truck. Oh, Ooh, uh, it's like that no. big old car. The car that you spend money on. Vanessa, <laughs> you said a lot of things Hold there. Hold on, she makes a good point at the end there. Yeah, it is the truck that I have accidentally reserved three of. Uh, yeah, that. She knows exactly what she I know what it looks it's, like. It's, it's, called, it's not. That's not the question. I know, but she said the Tesla Cyber track. track. Yes, Cyber yes, track. Yeah, but yes. that's too late. It's too late. No, it's not. She got it wrong. She it's got it wrong. Too late. It too was late. in my brain. I, thank you. <laughs> Jesus, that's a lot of voice to wake up to. Sorry, guys. I'm going to come down. It's the coffee. Question number two. This legendary UCLA basketball coach has been immortalized in a... Stamp by the United States Postal Service. Honestly, zero clues. He said, uh, John Wooden, he's correct. It is John Wooden, which means he goes up one nothing in this game. One I mean, nothing? I got the first one right. You did, did not. Whatever. Question number three. This rock band for smelly people just announced a residency at the Las Vegas Sphere after U- uh, U2 is done there. I want to say garbage because smelly people, garbage. Oh, my God. The band is fish. Fish. Okay, that also garbage smells. Yeah, that's true. It's a good point. I think it should count. 
does not count. <laughs> God damn. You can't disagree with her. Garbage does smell. Garbage, the actual thing smells. Garbage, the band, smells beautiful, I'm sure. <laughs> Go to question number four. And by the way, uh, this guy's still up by one. For the first time in 50 years, the U.S. plans to land on what? That moon. That moon. Come on. So just I feel like she got it right, but still it feels wrong somehow. <laughs> That's correct, Vanessa. She's tied it up with the moon. It's all tied up. 1-1 going into this final question. Allie knows the news. The Friday edition. A 42-year-old man from Los Angeles has been convicted for arranging more than 300 of these. Okay, I think... I want to say human trafficking. <laughs> which is super dark. You think that's it? Oh, shoot. What is it? Sham marriages. Sham marriages. He said, uh, smash and grabs. Neither of you get the point. Well, this round ended as a 1-1 tie. Look, no, it More didn't. More like a 2-1? Yeah, it was a 2-1. Very I excited. would give it to him, but she did get that first question. Uh, Lewis, what must you shamefully admit over the airways of K-Rock right now as Allie puts her $100 back into her pocket? Yeah, Lewis doesn't know the news. Vanessa knows the news. Well, kind of. Vanessa knows, Vanessa knows the moon. The muscle truck. And the muscle truck. Can't accept that, Alex. Everyone on the test she line knows says, it's exact. She said cyber truck. Knowing it versus saying it. She knew it, the answer. Once again, that's like you quote reading a book that you listen to. <laughs> this is K-Rock. We are Klein Alley Show. All right, it's K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. Somehow I learned less by listening to that, according to the 714. I don't disagree. 323 said that was the most infuriating Allie knows the news ever. Yeah, I agree. I'm angry right now. It's a good good way to start your weekend with a little bit of anger. That's what we're here for. If you need us, 800-520-1067. You can call, you can text. I feel like I got, I don't want to say scammed or bamboozled again yesterday, but because I did not. But I did. Sounds you like you did, Allie, even can, though I don't know what happened. Just I want an honest opinion from you as a woman. Oh, okay. Do you ever, um, in your own house, right? I don't live in a big house. You, I don't. I've been to your place. It's a townhouse. Mm-hmm. Do you ever uh, call the person you like, like use the phone to call, like rather than just yell? Do you ever just call each other on the phone, even though you're both inside the house? We don't call each other on the phone, but we text each other from upstairs versus downstairs. And what all would be, the time? What would be the reason for that? Uh, when you come downstairs, can you hand me blank? Bring something. It's mm-hmm. like more of a... Can you lower the TV because I can hear it upstairs? Oh, it's like you're annoyed. Usually it's annoying stuff. Yeah, or... Um, but it wouldn't be a full... You wouldn't have a full conversation in the house you live in sometimes through... Sometimes we have. You, through text. Yeah. Huh. Like if I'm about to go to bed and she's watching a movie downstairs, but she still had one more thing she wanted to say, we will talk back and forth. All right, let me get your take on this. So you know I'm, I'm in uh, a bit of a... Sexual dry spell. Oh, yes, I can tell. Yet again. My wife's had a lot of medical conditions, most of them made up. She's run out of excuses at this point. She's got nothing left. The doctor's note ran out, all the stuff. Last night, I'm up in the bedroom because my phone died shockingly, so I was plugging in to charge it next to the bed. Both phones? Bo- both phones are dead. Oh well, my the, God. The, the, I can't even get doing? started my, on my, the both my, phones. My, my backup, it's been my, so annoying all week. My backup phone is always dead. I carry it with me. Sitting there on the couch having two phones in his hand. It's so stupid. Two phones, total of 2%. And then both of them are ringing. It's like, hello, 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 who's this? Can you hear me? Allie's really annoyed by my two phones. Because they're two separate numbers also. Listen to this. She's downstairs. 
She calls me. I'm upstairs. It's very rare. I rarely ever get a phone call. So occasionally a text, never a call. She calls me on the phone and with a, what I can, what I perceive as a flirty voice says, oh. do you want to meet me downstairs for a quick activity? Now, I've told you what she refers to uh, sex as. A quick activity? No, quick quickie. Whenever we have sex. She calls it a quickie? Yes, because that's what it is. Right, but all and she also sex wants, with you is a quickie. All sex with me is a quickie. Right. Even like, I'll be like, that was a marathon. She's like, that's a quickie. Yeah. But she refers to that. So that's her way. If she's ever going to initiate it, it'll be, that's the verbiage she will use. It's like... Want a quickie? What is it? So she goes, you want to meet me downstairs for a quick activity? I rush downstairs. Rush downstairs. <laughs> I mean, Ali, I've never moved so fast <laughs> in my life. I get down to the kitchen, and she's got um, flour and bananas on the counter. Oh, hot. And, and she goes, you want to help me make a bunch of pancakes? Oh, that, okay. That is A, not quick. Yeah. And B, not a fun activity. And I said, are you serious? You just you just called and said you want to have a quickie. She said, oh, he said a quick activity. Oh, she goes, oh, yeah, I probably shouldn't have said that. I go, well, of course you should have said that. This is terrible. Well, and you were all like hopped up on that IV. So you're I, like, ah! I was charged up. I had an IV coursing through my veins. I, I was like rock hard since 3 p.m. yesterday. Okay. And I get down to the kitchen and she's got these ingredients sprawled out on the table. She's not a cook, but she never cooks anything. So that a quick activity was, can I make a bunch of pancakes? I so see. that she doesn't do it this like morning. To, right. She doesn't want to do it this morning, and I and she go and I go, I go. That's so misleading because if she had said to me, "Hey, can you come down and make pancakes?" I would have taken my sweet ass time. <laughs> she goes, "Do you want to meet me for a quick activity and all flirty and stuff?" And and of the phone call that is an and the interesting phone thing call. that she the made phone a phone call. call over it. So I get down there and I said, "What the hell is this? This is uh, this is like false uh, pretenses or mm -hmm, something." Mm -hmm. you, know, she, you were in the bedroom, right? I was in the bedroom. And you thought you were going to come downstairs to the kitchen and have a quickie. That's Yeah, I thought she was trying something. I thought she read some dumb article in Cosmo or something. I don't know. Yeah. But, I thought, and then she goes to I, me, I, Last time I had really, really great sex was on the floor in the kitchen. In the kitchen? Yeah. it's in that, Because it's unexpected. Well, I was like all pumped up. And then she goes, no. She's like, we have to do something because these bananas are overripe. I'm like, <laughs> I have an overripe banana. What, what are we doing here? Why does she care about everybody else's banana in the house yeah, but yours? Everyone. She's like, these things are going to go bad if we don't mash Isn't them into a pancake. <laughs> I'm like, this is going bad here. And we have to make sure the dog has something to hum. It's unbelievable. So, I, so like, the whole thing. So you my should just disguise your D as a so, rotten banana. So my uh, She'll finally pick it up. Allie, here's the serious question. Do you think, because she claims that was a poor choice of words on her part. Do you think that was 100% intentional because she knew it would get me down there quickly? No, I don't think it was intentional. Really? I, no, I think she just... But but the phone call oh, it is was what... totally intentional. You think so? You don't so? think so? Uh -uh. Yeah, because no. quick activity. Nobody says that to make pancakes. If you call, if you call, if you're a regular, regular person, you're gonna say, "Hey, you want to help me make some pancakes?" Right. Yeah, but even that's if, what you say. Which I would have thought was also a euphemism. I would have <laughs> thought that meant stomach pancakes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> I got the banana, baby. Chili Peppers, K-Rock. Thanks for trying, but the song you're listening for this morning with us is Garbage, uh, number one. Crush, when you hear that, call us up, get your tickets to see that band you just heard and Garbage at the 32nd Annual Sold Out K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. All right, you can call Allie a lot of things. Failed actress. Hey. Top notch. Lesbian. Not, oh, gold, not gold star, though. Not gold star. Nope, not a gold star. I've had but what we like men's. to call her around here is the daughter of the throat goat. God damn it. And here she is to bring you your news. 
What's happening in the world? Let's find out together. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. Se habla español. Hola. Oh, wait, we don't. All right, as I said earlier this week, Spotify Wrapped is taking over Instagram. Whether it's a real Wrapped or one that's made up, you also may have seen the many thank you videos from artists who made it on Spotify Wrapped. Videos like this. Doesn't matter which era you were listening to, I'm very, very grateful to be on your Spotify Wrapped. Very beautiful. Other artists. Who is that? That was Taylor Swift. Hmm. Because R. She- Kelly sent a video to Vanessa asking if she could, uh, if uh, he could, uh, you know, go number one on her. Oh my no, God! No, Omar did not what? say that. that how did that he was- get a? How did he get a cell phone? That's not what he said in the video. <laughs> Are you su- no? What, what did he say? Oh, uh, you know what? Now that I'm looking at it, that is exactly what he said. Right. <laughs> um, but other artists are starting to speak out about how Wrapped is BS and how it hurts a lot of the indie- independent artists. And according to Wheel- Weird Al's thank you video, it's not even great for the big artists either. This is what he had to say. Thank you all for your amazing support. It's my understanding that I had over 80 million streams on Spotify this year. So uh, if I'm doing the math right, that means I earned... So, uh, you know, enough to get myself a nice sandwich at a restaurant. So from the bottom of my heart, thanks for your support and uh, thanks for the sandwich. There you go. That's weird He's the best. Yeah. And so I think that things are going to start kind of changing the temperature of the wrapped because, yeah, everyone's like, well, this is what I listen to. This is what I listen to. And I think it's great. Like some some artists are getting acknowledged, but there are a lot of other artists that are pointing out sort of the flaws in the system, so to speak. Well, if someone's paying nine bucks a month or whatever that, I think it went up again. So I don't know what Spotify is now. Yeah, the artists feel shortchanged. If they're pay, right, they're they're getting that much money, which is pretty much what people pay for Netflix, and uh, and then they're like, all right, someone listened to five billion minutes of my music, and I'm getting a check now for eleven dollars and yeah. fourteen cents. Something feels off here. Exactly. And that's what Snoop Dogg gave that big impassioned speech mm-hmm. about as well. And it's, well, and then uh, it makes you think about the strikes, right? The writer strike, the yep. actor strike, I and the musicians. It. You know, they're not getting their cut either. So. Streaming is really hurting a lot of artists. Um, so it was announced, and then it was prototyped, and then a failed demonstration happened, then it was delayed production, and now finally they are here in the flesh. What are they called, Vanessa? What? <laughs> oh, my God. The muscle truck. That's what Ali's getting uh, cyber at. truck. That's right. There you the go. cyber truck. Klein ordered three of them. The, cider, the cyber trucks are being delivered. After a lot of roadblocks, the official Cybertruck delivery event happened with Elon Musk. They did a whole other demonstration proving that it's fully bulletproof and it can tow anything. It can even tow other cars that are supposed to be faster. It can do 0 to 60 in 2.6 seconds. And then at the end, they uh, brought the first new owners to step up and into their trucks and drive away. And it was interesting because you could see video of the first suckers who ordered this thing. Yeah. And them like sitting in the passenger seat like all excited like oh, thank you so much Elon and driving away in their big weird ass truck. They are weird. I'll say that. They are weird looking. <laughs> By the way uh, how soon before they start getting vandalized? Well you know what I think yes they're gonna, people are going to vandalize them but also what a great truck to steal if you're going to be in some kind of a crime or, uh, you know, high-speed no, chase. No, it's, it's too obvious. It's uh, You need, like, you know, just to steal, like, a normal Honda Civic. Yeah, yeah but think about know, how long a police chase would go on if you had this truck. That is, I would like to see that. You know, sure. like, you could literally yeah. blow it up and it would still be driving. The real thing cool. I think is going to happen with this truck, and I feel bad for anyone who has one. I know I've ordered three accidentally is that I think people are going to really want to see how tough they are in real life. So, like, someone that wouldn't normally 
throw a brick near next to a car they park next to at the airport is going to just be like, let me see if yeah. this thing's as tough as it. I'm buying a gun today. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I think people are just going to constantly see one of these things and just go to cut, try to kick it, punch it, throw things it's at like it. It's like those delivery robots. For some oh, reason, yeah. you just all you want to do is hurt them. Right. I have a bunch of fireworks left over from uh, 4th of July. Let's well, you can, do, you know, Klein, can you spare one of your trucks? Maybe we yeah, can use one. Yeah, we can right. test it out I on yours. canceled the order of all three of my <laughs> trucks. It was an accidental oopsies, and I learned my lesson, and I will not be driving a Tesla Cybertruck. All right, it's always good to find a cause that you're passionate about. And if complaining about emojis is one of those causes, good for you, I guess. An emoji is making national news because a 10-year-old boy is petitioning to change it, and that is the nerd emoji. This is a very interesting situation here because... Well, because the the emoji is of an emoji with glasses and thick the glass. two thick rimmed glasses, thick black rimmed glasses, and two front teeth sticking out Buck and giving teeth. this kind of like <laughs> kind of face. Right. And this kid is a ten year old boy with glasses, and I think he's what got kind of glasses. His are not as not thick as yeah, the ones but... in the emoji, but he's saying that he doesn't like this whole concept, the whole narrative that nerds wear glasses. He Beat him up. It's offensive and insulting <laughs> to all those people in the world who wear glasses. The thing looks just like him. It looks exactly like him. And pro- <laughs> teeth and all. And, and probably he's had a few people that are like, oh, dude, you're the emoji. And he's like, well, yeah. Yeah, well no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> So they're shutting it. Yeah, I mean, we gotta do something about it. They're changing it, are they? Oh, they're probably going to. I'm sure they'll change it. Oh no! I know. I think they should make it even make it even look more like the kid. Totally. They should just replace the one with like a picture of him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're saying they're trying to shut. I mean, you know, there's been a few times where I think to myself, people get all angry. Like there was the the redhead community was all upset because there was no ginger emojis for a while. Well, and in my community, LGBT is like, there's no blank. There's no blank. There's no blank. So now there's just everything yeah, but just to make sure they're covering all their bases. Yeah, it seems like, who cares? Like, Everyone's represented. Emo- what does it mean? It's a dumb emoji. What, what do you care? Uh, well, it doesn't matter if the thumb up does not exactly mimic your exact skin, skin tone. tone. Well, because I, I got news for you. I looked at the thumbs up. They're, to be honest, I don't see a thumb that's got hairy knuckles like my thumbs do. Well, then, to write to Apple. Have that be your cause. But I don't care, Allie. I don't feel not represented because there's no, no hairy... No, I feel upset for you. Hairy th- hand. <laughs> Why don't I- they have burly woman hands? I guess both of us could use Gorilla. <laughs> I guess that would be the answer. <laughs> All right, we'll get into a new hour of the show next. Right here on the World Famous Camera. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the weekend. It is Clown Alley Show on a Friday morning. This hour will be very much worth your while. We'll get into a little round of Johnny Doesn't Know. All things comics, superheroes, etc. As we get ready for LA Comic Con starts today, runs through the weekend. Give you a uh, some tickets to our show tonight. We'll be there. Ali and I'll be there live from seven to nine, doing a uh, variety, a live variety show of sorts. It'll be a variety mix of awkward and uncomfortable. Yeah, but there's also music from Alex Sucks and Wolves of Glendale, and there's guests like Eric Bauza and Gaeta and Logic. So there's kind of a, it's a grab bag. It's a revolving. stand-up comedy. 
No, I think we're not doing that. Jake has been trying to let us give him five minutes to go up there and wow the crowds oh. at Comic-Con. Let him do that one boner joke. The that origin kills. story. You know, that actually would work. In that Because room? it's about, wasn't it about... Uh, Mary Jane. Spider-Man? Yeah, Mary Jane. All right, yeah. Jake, you can come up and do one joke. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, we'll do 10 so, seconds of stand-up I with Jake the Nerd. Instant regret. <laughs> The I'll joke bombed and it has even... but a four-minute setup. <laughs> Great. Oh, no. <laughs> just, just like this show. All right, well, that'll be happening at the L.A. Convention Center later. If you'd like to go, we'll get you some tickets this hour, three-day three, day, three uh, day passes. You can go all weekend and hang out with all the big stars that'll be there. 323 um, said this nerd story that you just t- talked about with the emoji really got me thinking that we got to bring bullying back. I think I agree. I'm a big fan of bringing back bullying. <laughs> no, no, but, guys, bullying's bad. But I think there's a way to do it in a, in a more effective way. Like, I don't think bullying just for the sake of bullying, but bullying for a cause. That's <laughs> bullying what I'm get- with purpose. That's what I'm getting behind. Yesterday, Omar brought up an interesting conspiracy theory on the show that had to do with his mother-in-law and a secret recipe that she was sabotaging, wasn't giving it to relatives. So many people called about a variety of similar situations going on in their families. Happy Friday, everybody. Uh, unfortunately, I wasn't able to listen live yesterday to the show, but I heard the segment where you guys were talking about family recipes, and it just got me thinking about something that happened with my family. It seemed like my grandma always made the best chocolate chip cookies, and as a kid, I remember helping her with them. She had the recipe written down on a cookbook. Over the years, we ended up writing down the recipe from her cookbook. Now, something that happened to me was I lost the recipe at one point, and one of the ingredients... By the way, a lot of pressure. If you're the one person that's holding the family whatever and then you lose it, mm-hmm. I feel like everyone in the family will forever hate you. Yeah, that's probably like an old cursive. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Like Usually written on like an old one of those dumb like recipe cards. Yep. I think my mom has a box somewhere in the kitchen that has like stuff that's written on like parchment paper from like her mom. It's, like on tre- it's almost like treasure maps. Yeah. And everything's written down like weird things. It'll be like, you know, nine, nine pinches of... Uh, like uh, you don't even know. Uh, yeah, I don't even. Know. <laughs> you can't even name it. Doesn't exist anymore. Can't uh, think of salt, huh? No, nah, not salt. <laughs> it happened to be butter flavored Crisco, and uh, on the butter flavored Crisco, there's instructions on how to make cookies. That literally is the same exact recipe that I follow. Ah, so my grandma stolen. had written down in her cookbook the butter flavored Crisco recipe. I learned that years <laughs> after making cookies with my grandma so over the span of time. Just had to share that with you guys. Have a good rest of the day. Stolen recipe. She's yeah, like, but I'm it's also how down. you make it. No, no, but once again, it's interesting that this guy's thinking grandma's got this recipe and then they realize she's just <laughs> lifted it off the back of butter right, flavored Crisco. They're always basic as F. <laughs> they are, they, you're yeah, absolutely right. True. But I'll tell yeah. you, what, like we learned yesterday, lard makes everything better. Yep. So yep. that would make sense. Bring why lard back. There's uh, something happening that you'll probably see this weekend that we need to put a stop to immediately. We'll get to it next on K-Rock. STP, K-R-O-Q. We are Klein Alley Show on a Friday morning. Now you're all caught up. This is a very polarizing topic, and you will definitely either fall on one side of the table. And I say that very intentionally because it has become a problem now that has, I think, reached new heights. And that is the uh, couples that decide to sit on the same side of the table at a table that was originally built for, you know, basically to sit across from each other at a restaurant, and then they decide to go ahead and try to cozy on up and sit next to each other. Are you lambasting same booth people? Same side booth people? Same side booth people are maybe the worst people on the planet. And that's not just me speaking, Allie. That is wait staff, 
that are other diners because they throw off the whole equilibrium. Now, yes, there are some restaurants. I would make the exception. There are some seating arrangements. There are some setups that it frankly doesn't matter if you decide to sit across from each other or next to each other. But a lot of places are set up in a way where once you decide, let's go ahead and not do what everyone else is doing. Let's be that salmon going upstream here as we order the salmon on the same side of the table. And it throws off the whole balance of the restaurant. Yeah, but how much does it really throw off? Because I was a server for a while and I, I, I you are, it definitely catches your eye like, oh, that couple's sitting on the same side. It's kind of weird. But it doesn't really change the way that you're serving them. And there are some tables at places that are like, you know, chain restaurants. Those booths are huge. Okay. And the, t- the table is enormous. Right. I feel very different. If you get, if, you, if one of these people gets two people for dinner, like, well, we have one table left and it's definitely meant for nine people. And yeah. you'd be sitting like, uh, you know, like that scene in Batman where they're completely at opposite ends of that long table. Exactly. Then I could see there being some sort of a, a switcheroo or a move. But I'm talking about the fact that the servers have noticed that the people that sit on the same side usually spend a lot less time eating to get through the meal and a lot more time talking and getting to know each other and as a result what's wrong with that well they want to do another turn on the table i mean they're you know they want to get more money in there they want to get more tips in there and yeah, go pe- to the freaking park if you want to do that nonsense thank you to walk off the meal Allie, you are <laughs> if, if you are a pro same cider the other thing that you don't understand you're doing is you're taking all the other people that are sitting there like you know following quote the rules of the restaurant and we're looking at our relationship as we sit across the table from each other going, do we not love each other as much as that those people over there because they're mm-hmm. sitting on top of each other's lap on that booth? Yeah. And Those it, people ma- are totally, hey, look at me, people. They they really are, Omar, right? But yeah, I, I think totally, they, 100%. They, they don't want to be, hey, look at me. They want to just cuddle up in the booth and just not, they just want to have their own time. It's like the people that no. make out in the movie theater. The people, and it's easier, wanna... it's easier to share when you have, uh, when you're on how, the same side of the booth. How if you're, is that easier what? to share? Because then you have to keep passing. Oh, I'm pass that tiny plate, and oh, I'm going to pass you. But it's also harder to eat because your elbows have no room. It's ludicrous if you're sitting sitting on the same side. We, we, listen it's, to this. I'm going to explain how how stupid this is in a way that even you'll understand, Allie. We were at waiting to go to a restaurant one time. And there was a long wait for a table, and they said we well, can sit at the bar right now. And my wife said I don't want to sit at the bar. It's like we're sitting right next to each other. We can't even look at each other. I love sitting at the bar. So she she starts with that whole thing, and I said, all right, fine, we'll wait for the table. We finally get the table. We get one of these tables perfectly fine to sit across from each other and she goes oh why don't you come in here I feel like I'm all by myself and I go what the hell we could have done this at the bar an hour and a half ago yes exactly (laughs) what are we doing here I love sitting at the bar because you feel like you can sit next to each other and have like a little arm around each other but then you also have a third party that can potentially break up the conversation it's great oh really yeah the Uh bartender the oh, bartender's like, like a party of three, baby. Oh, you like bringing that guy in to like break things up? Like me that was and Katie's idea. <laughs> Excuse me. We ended up talking. We had a date night uh, last weekend, and we ended up talking to the bartender for an hour. Right. This poor bartender. Like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Did he know he was on a date? <laughs> he didn't realize. The bartender said it was the worst date of his life. Yeah, he was getting a third base and didn't even know. So, wait a minute. Are you uh, always a pro same sider? Always. I don't always do same side, but I'm saying I don't think it really matters the way you think it matters. And, and I think in those situations where it's a booth and nobody's around and it's a big booth, go on the same side so you can have a nice date night together and put, you know, and talk next to each other. I also don't like the shouting across the table. Shouting? What is going on here? What, what, kind of, what size table are you at normally, <laughs> Seriously. Allie? What, do they see you and assume it's a party of six? <laughs> it's just you? Sometimes. Dylan, I... you're on K-Rock. What's up? Hey, guys. Hi. Um... I have to say, last night I was at a restaurant, and I think it's a gateway drug. As soon as you're sitting on the same side of the table, these people last night 
we're feeding each other, too. Oh, yeah. Yep. It's much harder to do that oh, when you're on opposite God. sides. No, but you know what, Dylan? You're right. Once you're on the same side, yeah. it does feel like it quickly uh, moves into this weird thing where you're just in someone else's weird uh, uh, mukbang video or something. <laughs> You don't want a part of that at all. Five six two said. I hated it. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Good same for side you. sitters are the worst. Meanwhile, another person said, "Me and my boyfriend sit on the same side all the time because we like being closer to each other when we're on a date night." And I could not possibly care less if it throws off the restaurants for the forty-five minute of time there. Well, here are the people that are affected by it. Supposedly, the uh, waiters, the waitstaff don't like it because it usually these people take longer at the table. Then, then the people that are waiting for a table are annoyed because they got to wait even longer because they go, "I don't know." This last couple, they ordered coffee an hour and a half ago, or they're eating dessert, but. They're just sitting there, just rubbing each other's legs for a while. There's that whole weird thing. And then the reality is, like, if you do live with this person, let's just say hypothetically, this is not an early relationship thing. This is someone you live with. You have your entire, you go go home and sit on a chair together next to each other. What yeah, are we doing? Yeah, sure, at- we'll do that too. Oh, it's insanity. 626 Allie. said, my wife always wants to sit next to me at the restaurants. And when I tell you I've been together with this woman for 20 years, the farther the better. Yeah, you gotta get. In fact, that's a greater, that's a better idea. You got about the same side thing. Here's different a, sections, please. Different <laughs> sections. That's the future. K Rock Klein Alley Show. I did not realize so many people would have such heated opinions based on this topic. This also it seems to go past restaurants because someone on the text line said, "My wife got us a bench seat for our home dinner table." that we could sit on the same side together and be as close as possible. Oh, my God. After one week, I moved to a normal chair that's on the side because there's no effing room. That's the whole concept, and I would argue, and some people have made the point on the text line, if you're a same-sider, it would depend sometimes on what was ordered, maybe if it was some sort of a community thing, but the reality is, unless you've got little tiny T-Rex arms, you should be able to reach at a platter that's in the middle of the table if you're splitting something and the concept of pushing a plate back and forth isn't that taxing. It shouldn't be that difficult yeah, to do. Yeah, but then if you do want to be physically affectionate, you have to do the whole like hold hands across the table thing, which well, just looks all be, weird. Why do you need to be physically affectionate Because when you're, you're on eating? a date night together. Look, I'm... I would make the one argument, I guess the one time I would potentially go against my own word here is you sit, you eat, you have your drinks... Maybe you sit together at the bar first, next to each other for a drink, so then you're next to each other. Then you go to the table. You separate by all of three feet for the meal. Oh, God, how can you be apart that long? And then maybe after the meal is eaten, I could see the one move, and this is the one time I will say I've seen it and I'm okay with it. When the dessert comes. Oh, no. No, 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 no. You you move. Now you're talking about switching. You move. That that, that totally throws a server off. These people were across, and now they're on the same side. What the hell's going on? If you ordered one dumb thing, like one lava cake to split or something like that, you just move over there, and then you sit next to each other for the end of the meal. The whole thing. I I don't want to move in the middle of the meal just after I ate. I want to stay where I I started. 909 said, I'm served for 10 years. Same side does nothing to confuse any good weight staff. 818 says, uh, this is getting really bad. The other day they sat us at a table that was clearly meant for across the table, but they put us on the same side anyway. I said to the waiter, can you bring me a chair, please? So now I think they're trying to maximize space by forcing people to be same-siders. Right. You You have two couples on same side. I don't have Fill four people in the booth. Some people look better. Better profile than than front on face. I look. T- I have terrible profile. Oh. I, Downward I, face too. Ter- yeah, but okay. Yeah. Thank you, Jake. But which my, angle's the good one? I don't have a good angle. The top of the head. If they could seat the person above me, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> looking down look at on all my that hair. head, that Ooh, would be. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows good. what's under there? It could be something there. Hey, what's up, Heidi? Yes. Hey, what's going on? Hey, 
I've been married a long time, and my husband, if there's a TV in the restaurant, he will find it. So if we don't sit on the same side, it looks like he's looking behind me, like not paying attention. So I prefer to sit on the same side with him. Uh, he will look past you onto whatever's on the TV. Yes. And so, I'm like, what are you looking at? I'm constantly finding myself turning around. Like, I know those people. And sometimes it's TVs or sometimes it's just people that are constantly people watching. And it does feel like if you sit across from them, you're always mm-hmm. missing something fascinating happening behind yeah, you. Yeah, but on the other side, if, if you both want to watch a game or whatever, you sit on the same side so you got the same angle of the TV. Yep, there you go. And then sometimes those restaurants, they have different TVs. So I'll be watching a commercial and talking about it. And he's watching something else and there's a disconnect. Yeah, there's a disconnect. All right. Jen on K-Rock, hello. Hey, I have very strong feelings about the same side seating. Pro or con, Jen? <laughs> Look, I like see my boyfriend once a week. Once a week because we live in different cities. I want to get as close as possible, as much as possible. We actually turn the table so we have our space. Wait a oh, minute. Oh, man. That, same side. Hold on. That's an aggressive move. You will sit, you'll, be at, you'll, you'll be at a restaurant and you'll turn the table. You do the whole... <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. They must love you. <laughs> They don't, but that's okay. Hi, welcome back, Jen. Got a feng shui, this cheesecake factory real quick. (laughs) If you'd like to win yourself some tickets to LA Comic Con or just want to prove you know more than Postmaster Johnny, now's the time to give us a call. 800-520-1067. We got a little round that Johnny doesn't know to get to in a moment. All things comic books, and we'll do it next on K-Rock. All right, K-Rock on a Friday morning. Does that make you feel confident, Allie? No, it makes you feel terrible. Does Johnny that... walked in and went, what the F is wrong with your eye, dude? Yeah, it looks really bad, right? Because <laughs> uh, it's all pink. Like, yeah, because it's pink eye. Pink, I wouldn't get too close to her. Allie's got yeah, the pink eye. No, 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 you should get it because once you, once you get it, then you're, you know, it's like uh, chicken pox. Yeah, you know? you're you like immune. No, man, yeah. when I was a preschool teacher, I avoided that thing so quickly, and I never got it. And you, I'm were, still you were a preschool you teacher? You children? That was what? my first job, yeah. No way! Yeah. Johnny, are you sure you weren't a part of the class? And they no. just said you were a teacher. <laughs> no. No. You're going to be teacher for a day. No. This is my first job. On Jehovah. Just because you're taller and 20 years older than all the other kids doesn't mean just you're a teacher. Just because you lead a line to the playground doesn't mean you're taller no. I was a preschool teacher for what? three to five year olds. Yep. What did you teach them? What did they teach you? I, I fed them. I read to them. I played with them. I was Come like, on. I was like a god on the playground, dude. They would. Johnny lo- would be the best, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, like, he is, he's he, got that vibe. Because he is a playground. My, my he's kids, like this tall, my, gangly playground. Yeah. My kids met Johnny briefly, and they love the guy. They yeah, I can love see that. Him. I can he's, see that. Yeah. He's, but they're both girls. Of course, he's got that effect. No. Uh, he's, he's the Riz Master, so I get it. All right. Well, uh, tonight, we're going to be at LA Comic Con. Uh, guests for our live show include our house band, Wolves of Glendale. They're hilarious. They'll be great. Eric Bowser the voice of so many of your Looney Tunes characters. Rapper Logic will be with us. Mm-hmm. The uh, K-Rock band, local band, by the way, Alex Sox will be uh, doing some live songs for us. Gator from Dave. Scott Rogowski, a.k.a. the Quiz Daddy from HQ Trivia will be joining us to uh, run some audience members by a super quiz to prove that you are super smart and deserve to be a Comic-Con and Clown from Slipknot, plus some surprises we have in store for you as well and prizes all over the place. So if you want to stop by, we'll be there from 7 to 9 tonight doing the live show on the main stage. Uh, that is called uh, Friday Night Live until we get sued and have to change the name. Meanwhile, Comic-Con will be happening all weekend at LA Convention Center and we've got some three-day passes for you right now with this exciting comic book edition of Johnny Doesn't Know. Johnny Doesn't Know. And I was like, okay. Oh, Johnny Doesn't Know. Oh. 
I didn't know Vegas was like in bed for like a while. Johnny doesn't know. Johnny doesn't know. Gelato sounds like Jello. Johnny doesn't know. It like goes. Wiggles. All you have to do on the phone is predict whether or not Johnny will know the answers to these relatively simple questions about all things comic and comic book culture. We were getting ready for the uh, event this weekend. We were just talking in the back office, and we'd mention things, and Johnny would be like, what is that? And we're like, what do you mean, what is that? Super Superman or Superwoman. He's like, there's no Superwoman. We're like, yes, yes, there is, dude. He, he just, He's like, if there's a Superwoman, then you're, what are you telling me, that there's also a Wonder Woman? Yeah. And we're, we're like, like yeah, yeah, there so he, is also. He doesn't know a lot. So, I would vote no, but it's up to you. Everyone who gets there is right. I'll give you some tickets to join us at LA Comic Con. Let's start with Paul. Paul, good morning, Sweet Divots. Good morning, Sweet Divots. Let's do this. All right, Johnny Boy. Uh, what is Batman's butler's name? Will Johnny know the answer to this question? It's a pretty easy question, I would think. If you've the, seen any Batman movie, you would know. Uh, do you think Johnny will know this, yes or no, Paul? No, he won't. For sure he won't. All right, he's locked in on you. Will not know. Johnny, uh, Batman's butler. What's his name? Um, see, I've seen Batman, but like, I don't ever recall them like referencing the butler's name. Or like, like he didn't have a superpower, did he? Like he wasn't one of the guys? He had a super butt. Johnny, is that a serious question? <laughs> when in the movies did they ever say his damn butler's name all the time every time every movie no. every movie he's and like every a show. staple in the batman series mm. i mean even if you didn't know it was batman's butler if you were just to guess the name of, of a butler, any butler i feel like this would be the name you'd go with maybe george <laughs> george is like, that's like a typical butler name you think Batman's George? butler's name is George? Is he English too? Let's make him You're English. You go with like Jeeves. You know? Oh, yeah. Jeeves is a good one. Actually, no. Let's go Jeeves. Thank you, Omar. Right. Jeeves. Final Paul, answer. Uh, Paul, you got that correct. Uh, never heard of that's Alfred. Yeah. What's his name? Alfred. Alfred. Never heard of Alfred, Alfred the Butler. Oh no, never. That's not a name. It's That's it. not a name. It is. <laughs> I didn't know we could argue about whether or not it was a name. Alfred? You've never heard that? It's like those parents that name their kids Tuesday or something like that. No, it's not, dude. What the hell names their kid Alfie, Tuesday? Alfred? That's a name. That's a real name. Never met anybody named Alfred. It's an old British guy name. Like Douglas? No, sure, not at all. But not. All right, moving on. <laughs> all right, all right uh, Paul was uh, correct in predicting you would not know. We move on. It's Johnny Doesn't Know. It's the comic edition. Let's go to Lily in Thousand Oaks. Give you a shot at winning some tickets and uh, proving you know more than Johnny. All right, you ready to go, Lily? Yeah. All right. <clears throat> I feel like these questions are almost too hard now based on that. <laughs> oh, come on, What man. is uh, Superman's home planet? Will Johnny know this one? No. Yeah. I mean, this is, once again, I don't consider myself any sort of a comic book aficionado or but nerd. you know it. These ones are, to me, like, base level easy. But, Johnny, she like, says... Like, if these superheroes had a dating profile, all this stuff would be the first line on there. Be, I think most people know this. They don't even know comic books. Like, uh, Superman's home planet. I'll have you know, his, hometo his hometown is uh, Kryptonite. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he's from. Johnny, you're so confident in your answer. Say it again. He's from Kryptonite. <laughs> He's from Krypton. What are you guys laughing That's at? That's not right. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, Where is he from? Krypton. A same thing. No, no it's not the same Krypton, thing. No, because Kryptonite is a crypt. Kryptonite, Kryptonite is will kill the him. stuff. Yeah, it's the stuff that you kill him. Are you serious? Did you just <laughs> say he's a crypt? It's he's the a crypt. same he's thing. A crypt. <laughs> he's a crypt. He's yeah. in Kryptonite. All right. That's not. That's not right. Yet that's again. He, that's, Hold on, yeah. Lily. You're uh, also correct. Moving on. It's Johnny Doesn't Know, the comic edition. 
Hey, Mark, did you know the answer to both those first questions? I would imagine you did. They're pretty simple, right? Yes, I'm a comic guy, so okay. I know. He's these. a comic guy. Come on, of course he's going to know this. All right, will Johnny know the answer to the question number three now? And uh, here we go. Let's hear Johnny, whose famous line is, it's clobbering time? It's clobbering time. Who says... Uh, he doesn't know. Yeah, he won't know. He that. doesn't know this. Yeah, I thought it was too hard of a question, actually. I mean, it's not. I don't know the answer to this one. Really? If she doesn't know. That's got to be a toughie, then. No, it's, necessarily. It's that, he says you will not know. Who says it's clobbering time? Um, what movie is he from? I'm not saying. I'm not. Is it a he or a she? I'm not saying who or says they. It. It's uh, a they. It's Go a on. They? It's what Allie says every time she's in front of a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> it's a they. And sex. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's clobbering time. I'm thinking of a big guy, but he can't be one of the big guys. Because Hulk's is Hulk smash. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know any other big guys, though. Sound it out, Johnny. What do you mean? It's clobbering time? There's no way to sound it out. No. <laughs> I don't know any other... <laughs> no, I don't... I don't <laughs> Just keep doing that. I don't... <laughs> I don't mean stretch out the word, dude. I, I mean, what are you referring to? I don't... I just told you. That's so the only you, big character I know. So you don't know? No. Um, clobbering time? I've never heard anybody say that uh, on a playground. You want to tell them who, sa who says that, Mark? The Thing. Yeah. The, the Thing. Who? Oh. The Thing. Who the hell's The Thing? The Thing. Who? Again, who is The From Thing? From the Fantastic Four. That movie came out like 20 years Dude, ago. It, it, it was it, not a good one either. All right, listen to me. It's not about, we're not judging the, hold on one second, Mark. We'll see you at Comic-Con. Thanks for winning. Johnny, um, these are terrible questions, by the way. They're not terrible <laughs> questions. so hard. That's a good question. Uh, that was not a good question. Jake loved the question because it was the most niche question. I'm going to ask you, I thought it's really not even that niche, guys. I would have gotten no, that. No, I don't, I don't think it's niche. I mean, that's a pretty well-known. Roberto. This is your next question for John. Hey. It's, the, it's the comic edition of John Doesn't Know. Uh, I just told you about The Thing. He's part of the Fantastic Four. I guess. <laughs> I'm going to tell, tell you th two other people in the Fantastic Four. You just have to give me the fourth one, okay? Okay. Mr. Fantastic, the Human Torch, and this type of woman. Will Johnny know? Roberto. No, nah, he doesn't know. All right. He says, you will not know. I just gave you three out of the four. Really, three and a half. <laughs> yeah, that's he true. He says, you will not know. Which type of woman is the, the Fantastic Four? I remember. It was Jessica Alba. Because she was beautiful in that movie. Beautiful. I mean... But what... <laughs> Prime 2004, 2005, but, uh, Jessica I'm not, Alba? I'm not... But once again... Jessica Alba is not arguing that. I'm not arguing that. <laughs> no, we're not arguing that she I'm was hot in 2004. Jessica Alba's hot. But what? She still is. She's what, amazing. She what, is. What, what was she? I think we should give Johnny the point. No, we're yeah, not. Come she's on. hot. She's no. very hot. Jessica Alba's hot. She's beautiful. What type of woman is in the Fantastic Four? A brave woman, dude. That's the, that's a strong <laughs> woman. Oh, God damn it. Really? You said she's an invisible woman. So invisible woman is in, is the name, right? I didn't say that. Do they call it that on the battlefield? Like, <laughs> Invisible Woman, no. Oh, right. Somehow, Roberto, I'm sorry, Johnny. <laughs> Is that right? You that, got, that, you Johnny, you, got, you it. got it, dude. <laughs> yes, sir. brave woman. God, Woo. why would they make someone so hot, so invisible? That's what I'm saying. That's really, <laughs> you, you really <laughs> That's why that movie flopped. Could have given Allie that role if she was an invisible woman. <laughs> <you know? laughs> Fine, Allie, show.
Omar there, Jake Nerd over there, Postmaster Johnny, you just heard the former school teacher. Someone said any kid who was taught through Postmaster Johnny <laughs> should immediately be given a refund for whatever they paid for that school. Oh my god. I don't disagree, by the way. And uh we, we thought but about I think between four and five is like that's perfect. That's hey, perfect age range for Johnny him. has suggested a few times that like on those days when it's really annoying where like people have to go to work but kids have the day off that we just turn the back office here into some sort of like a daycare system where anyone, any listener that wants to go to their job or has to just drops their kid off and postmaster. Or Johnny will sit back there and play with them. And Vanessa's like the size of a child. So, like, I feel like they could get along too because they wouldn't yeah, even be intimidated. They'll just think she's one of them. Yeah. Vanessa, you could be like a, one of those narc childs, like in 21 Jump Street. <laughs> like, rat out the other kids. <laughs> this kid brought peanuts. I know what's up. Let's get to your news right now. Then we'll give you some tickets to the sold out show and lots to get to as we roll through a Friday edition of the Klein Alley Show. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. I'm actually reading this handcuff to a radiator. Help me. All right, so porch pirating is something that you always need to look out for this time of year. Everyone's Black Friday and Cyber Monday packages are beginning to arrive. But something else to be aware of. Thieves are going above and beyond this year. And new trend that they are seeing is the dinnertime robbery. Several that cases of getting robbed at dinner time have been reported where intruders will break into homes between 6 and 8 p.m., when people are believed to be out to dinner for the night. Oh, I thought... And one... I didn't realize this was actual robbery. I thought this was when someone, like, gets up from the table and someone at a different table, like, grabs some fries off their plate. <laughs> this is so much more... You think it's just people <laughs> stealing food That's from what each I, other? Yeah, I thought when you said dinnertime robbery... You're I, like, ah, cool. I was like... I, I want some of that clam chowder. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, every once in a while, you do see someone that leaves a plate... Uh, or they get, they leave the table and then the waiter brings the food and drops it off and no one's there and it's an unattended platter and you're like they'll never what? notice if an onion ring is gone. <laughs> like I always think that. Klein, that's sad that you think that. It is. So sad. you're at a table watching somebody else's onion rings, going, "He'll never know." Yeah, I think that <laughs> everyone thinks that. I don't think about that at all. Most people think that. I think that's strange. Um, anyway, uh, the one of the latest ones happened locally this week where thieves broke into somebody's home while they were out at dinner and they were able to get $150,000 worth of valuables before the family came back. And let me just say, if you raided my house for as long as you wanted to, you would never find anywhere close to $150,000 worth of valuables. I always think that, too, when I hear these stories about like how much stuff they got away with. And I'm like, and what was in that house? That sounds amazing. I, but I also feel like maybe the people... Because they know insurance is going to get involved, that's when they start. Right. They're like, it was $11 billion. Right. I don't know. They're like, oh, a How Faberge will I ever collection. <laughs> well, I can't believe they took all the Faberge. My rare eggs. guitars. Because if, if you know your house gets broken into, you know, you got to do the insurance claim and this and that. And sometimes it's sad when you realize that the stuff that was taken is only worth about 50 bucks. Yeah. So you and have to do the whole of, like depreciation thing. Right, right. You got to be like, oh, yeah, that TV. How big was the TV they took? Um, for a <laughs> oh, million? Oh, no, my inches? original Monet. <laughs> right. You what gotta, will I do? So that's why when I hear these numbers, I assume they've already been skewed yeah, for the insurance. that makes sense. All right, it's the holiday season, obviously, and there are many holidays to celebrate, but let's not forget the one that is very important and often gets overlooked, and that is it's Festivus season, y'all. A Festivus for the rest of us. It's a holiday that was created 26 years ago from Seinfeld. Frank Costanza suggested giving yourself the time and the space to complain about the people, the places, the things around you that have annoyed you this year, and also the general hustle and bustle of the holiday season and air your grievances. Like the concept of coworkers who leave unused time on the microwave. What am I going to do with the 13 seconds that you've left me? Or the concept of tell us how you did from every single company sending you an email 
going, please, just tell us how we did. Tell us how we did. Leave me alone. I don't need to tell you how you did with every single thing that I've experienced in my life. It's very tiring. The companies have gotten super thirsty for compliments, huh? Oh, my God. Don't They're, forget to tell us how we did. The, the problem is all these companies felt like pressured into hiring a third-party company to, you know, report back on how their customers truly feel about them. And it's the third-party company that gets aggressive with the surveys. Yeah. How well, we and do? also, like, what's in it for me? Exactly. I, I'm not going to... Every single transaction I ever have, even if it takes two to three minutes, whatever, five minutes, that is a huge waste of time if you add it up at the end of the year. Of course. And yeah. I understand it's important for people to know like what their customer experience is like, but my God, you have to... You have to get, give me a couple of bucks and or something. I, I do feel bad because when you do actually get someone on the phone and you're talking to them and they go, hey, do you mind hanging out and doing a quick survey at the end of this? I always go, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, you and know, I'm I, like with conviction. And yes, within, absolutely. Within a tenth of a second of their last goodbye, I'm gone. Well, it's because once the transaction's complete, you forget about it. Yeah, but also... You, it's I, out I, of your mind. It's I, done. I understand it's good for them if they get a bunch of like, you know, tens or whatever. You know, you did good service, et cetera. But like you said... You solved whatever problem I called with, or you didn't. Yeah. I got to go. I, uh, this what, is where the relationship ends. Recently, I was dealing with insur an insurance company, and they were like, tell us how we did. And I was like, actually, not that great. I like filled out, you oh, know, so like, that's the, the people it wasn't like great. You. And the then they started calling me yeah. over and over and you over again. Win. And I was like, why did I do this? Yeah. I don't want to really get into why the service was bad. It just was. Can we move on? All right. A new study has been done on the driving habits of people in America. They basically did a poll and they asked a bunch of drivers to kind of rate how they drive and whether it's good driving, distracted driving, etc. This was done by AAA and they've released the results. And what percentage of people do you think have uh, admitted to either distracted or aggressive driving? Well, before I answer, I will say that I almost crashed into another car two days ago because there was a rainbow in the sky, and I was trying to look at the rainbow. <laughs> and I was thinking to myself as I slammed on the brakes it's a the second. the gayest car accident story I ever. Know. It's bumper to bumper. Just bumper. Oh, my God, a rain up. And I, uh, I, someone, I caught that. It was like some weird rainbow in like, uh, I saw in the valley, but I guess you could see it all over the place. It was like over Dodger State. I think there was a double rainbow. It was had. a double rainbow, yeah. And I almost crashed my car trying to look at it. And I was thinking to myself, that's the dumbest thing. Uh, that is as distracted. And then, and then when I didn't see the rainbow, I was looking at pictures on my phone while driving <laughs> and almost crashed again. So, so oh, yes, all of us are distracted, 100%. They said more than 30% of drivers admitted to distractive or aggressive driving. And I'm like, 30%? That is not true. It's got to be 80 or 90% of people have distracted driving in some way. I sit at a red light it's, every day. And the day. 10% is just old people. Yeah, I look at cars to the left of me and to the right of me. Everyone Everyone's on, the on their phone. Every single person. Never and then, see a person on their phone. And then you, when the, you can tell how their driving changes when they're done looking at their phone. Because it'll be like, oh, I'm going 65, 65, I'm swerving into different lanes, and then all of a sudden I'm doing 80. Yeah. 80 right. and cutting through, and then once but you are getting to a different lane, you go back on your phone, you're back to 65 and swerving. Did, did the law change? Are cops not able to pull you over if you're on your phone now? Is that uh, I think they are, but I think it's like a lot of things. They're, uh, they're too busy with other stuff that they don't oh, do. Yeah, yeah, like if crime. they pulled right, everyone right, over right. for texting or being on They'd their phones, it would, there would be no cars on the road. But right. I figure we'd be so rich because all the, the you know tickets they would hand out. Yeah, they would should make, have a squad uh, just uh, dedicated to that. They don't have enough people, I don't think. Here's the, the reality of it is Allie's right, though. When I am texting and driving, which I know is not a good thing. I mean, I, you I, text I, and drive? 
Dude, most oh, people. I don't do even it. do that. Yeah, I do. That's and, that's where I draw the line. And because Omar, I almost got into an accident. Uh, not, not text. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> scroll, scroll, and drive. Whatever. I am very careful as a driver when I do that. But when my phone is away, like <laughs> I always said. <laughs> yeah, when, when I phone, now you have two phones, dude. Yeah. You're I double dangerous now. Double baby. the scrolling, baby. Another, double the lanes. <laughs> now I got no hands for the wheel anymore. This is a new hour of the show. This is the world famous K Rock. Oh yeah, welcome to the weekend. This is Klein Alley Show. Nice to meet you. If today's your first day listening. The uh, three-tier system goes like this with us. Hate, then tolerate, and then acceptance. And we hope that some of you are in that acceptance phase already. Nice article written about the show recently where they talk about the three-tier system. People hated us at first, and then they go to that tolerate phase. And where are you right now in the process? Let us know. 800-520-1067. We are Klein Alley Show. That makes me Klein Her Alley. Hello. That guy right there, DJ Omar Khan. Hey. Jake Zinerd. What's up? And uh, in the back room, we got Postmaster Johnny taking your calls at 800-520-1067. And producer Vanessa. Lots of stuff to get to this hour on the show, including your sold-out tickets to the 32nd Annual K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. This is the last time I will tell you what song you're listening for. And then it's up to your short-term memory to get you the rest of the way. Garbage. Number one crush when you hear us play that this hour. Call us up. Get your tickets to the show that's happening a week from tomorrow at the Kia Forum. Go figure. Of course, the go line is there when we're not there. That number is 844-956-GOAT. What an interesting question to start the hour with. What's up, Klein? Allie? Los Angeles? Hey, I got a question. I'm a friend of a couple um, who got married about seven years ago. I've been friends with them for about 12 years. Uh, I know for a fact that he wasn't faithful at his uh, bachelor party and for sure cheated. Uh, what should I do? I've been living with this for years. How do people handle this? Uh, what does society say? Thanks. Sweet divots. Sweet divots. Interesting question. Hmm. Guys, friends with a couple. We don't know the makeup of who friends with the guy first or the girl first, but it doesn't really matter. Knows that one of them was unfaithful before they got married, mind you, bachelor party. And he's thinking about this seven years later that he feels weird that he knows this information. You know, I I think in a lot of situations, it's important to, if you feel okay about it, tell the person. Because you feel bad. If I've been cheated on and it's always crappy being the last to know. But the thing of that, it was at a bachelor party kind of makes it a little different for me like is in general that person faithful and it was just that one like ah bachelor bachelorette party like that's the only time i've ever gone like if i was with somebody else right now i wouldn't even know if i'd count that as cheating there is a couple that i am friendly with and i am aware that infidelity did take place within that couple and i also am aware that the other person is probably not aware that it took place and it does. It, it does. It does eat at you, doesn't it? It is a weird. There is a weird. Because I know feeling. a couple like that too, and there's no way I would be the person to say something because yeah. I don't. I'm I'm friends with them, but I'm not friends with them to the point where like I would say anything to the the husband. Yeah. But I, it's 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 uncomfortable to be around the couple. What, right. Because what, you know what's going on. I'll break the news. Do you have their number? Oh uh, no, no more. Let's I'd call them up. Rather not. <laughs> but, but come on. But, no. it, but it is strange that I have found that since I learned this information, whenever there's plans to hang out with said couple I usually find a reason I'm like I don't want to do it yes I, I feel like it would be I would somehow it say something you. or yeah so I, it's almost like, like it's so a, these are it sounds like they're casual friends they're not real friends because if you're a real friend you would tell them immediately yeah like if one of my really? best friends oh, best yeah, yeah, friends, yeah, well, seven, of this course guy, the, I would. The, the guy 
the guy the guy who's calling seven years later, bad call. If you were going to tell, you would have told immediately. Now it's 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 too late. He's gone past the statute of cheating. Yeah, absolutely. Seven years. Seven years. It's once it's seven years. If the guy's been faithful that whole time, you let it slide. If he's been faithful the whole time and made one mistake at his bachelor party seven years ago, that statute has passed, man. Hey, Erica, you're on K Rock. Good morning. We did it. We did it. Hey, guys. I was calling because you guys just mentioned about the three-tier system, and um, I'm close to 40 years old. I've been listening to K-Rock since I was, like, in middle school, and I remember everything from, like, the number one big boob queen. Uh, Is that Jake? Oh, my gosh, like, so many memories. Love line. <laughs> right. And... I just wanted to say you guys are doing an amazing job. And I think the problem is people are comparing you guys too much to the old show. And yeah, you guys are bringing something new. Shut up, phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, um, and, and Kevin the problem and is you amazing. can't compare us to excellence. Yeah, you All right? <laughs> when you lower your expectations, we're actually a great show. Yeah, that's what we're saying. Lower you your expectations. You guys are amazing. Thank you. As an old-time listener, I just have to say you guys are bringing something fresh. And you guys have your your sense of humor. You're hilarious. Oh, I've I been told that my whole life. At least you have your sense of humor. About. Thank you. All right, thank you. You're saying, she's trying to say, can't even let a goddamn listener give us a nice compliment. All right, all right. Thank you. Thank Don't you. compare us to greatness and da 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 da. Thank you. Whatever. She's a bitch. She's not a bitch. She said nice oh, no? things. No. Oh, thank okay. you, Erica. All right. Appreciate you. Uh, that is very nice. Thank let's you. Let's get to the first song of the hour now. I would love to take all these calls, though, so hang out if you're on the phone. We'll get to this in a second. Some interesting theories on what we're talking about. Uh, 21 Pilots. Hey, look at that. It's K-Rock. All right, K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. Later this hour, The Big Bet. Also, it's a new month. Welcome to December, which means the return of Netflix or Netflix. New shows are coming to Netflix, and ones that we've completely made up. If you can figure out the difference, you could win. Uh, text line, very active, as are the phones, 800-520-1067. 626 said, you know, I, the beautiful thing about this show for me is that I have nothing to compare it to. I hated morning talk shows. In fact, I me hated too. all talk shows, and you're my favorite show since day one. No, they've left nothing else. So they don't, it's like, but Ali claims she's a Colorado aide. It's because uh, she claims that they don't know any better, so smart. <laughs> uh, some other people have been asking for updates on stories, I guess this cheating Inquiry has reminded them of some stories that we've told on the air. Hey, Klein, whatever happened to the friend whose wife you saw in somebody's IG story in Vegas? Remember you saw somebody, like, you saw evidence of cheating on their Instagram story and you didn't know what to do about it? I, um... Well, there's two different situations involving infidelity, uh, but different couples, by the way. One, I was I was asked to come in as a character witness into a couple's therapy for another couple. Oh yeah, which I thought was very strange that request, is weird. and that has not happened yet. Uh-huh. Uh, that I didn't bring it up again. It was never brought up to me again, and I hope that they've resolved whatever. But or they went with someone else that was like, great, I'd love that. Uh, this one, um, I feel like it it got handled like it was really yeah, because, oh like it came out somehow yeah yeah and I didn't have to be the person. Um, someone else said, "Ali, whatever happened to the friend that you had who was dating the new guy who was too perfect and then ended up singing while he uh, chewed?" Um, they're still together. In fact, they just moved in. And oh, they've yeah. only been together a few yeah, months. She said there was no red flags. He treated her great. We all thought he was doing something called. Uh, uh, love, love bombing. bombing. He was love bombing her. And yeah. then Allie found out that his big problem is when he eats, he hums really loudly or sings or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and I could never date someone like that, but apparently my friend has gone over it and they are, they've moved fully in together and are very happy. Hey, uh, Tony, uh, 800-520-1067. You're on K-Rock. What's up? Hey, what up, guys? I just want to say you guys are doing a great job and uh, you guys are the perfect show. 
for anyone with undiagnosed ADHD. I mean, the topics you guys tackle on, it's just like, wow, like, you know, I could just do so much with you guys. I feel like a very productive individual. A lot of people listen and they say they feel better about themselves by listening to the show. And I don't know if that was necessarily the intention at the beginning, but I'm glad it works. Or perhaps you have finally found the people that speak to whatever undiagnosed issues you're currently dealing with. Yeah, I don't know if that's a compliment, but uh, thanks. Definitely not. We will take a super quick break. Uh, the good news is when we return, we have for you a big bet. Vanessa, the plan today for the big bet is Vanessa's going to go out into the streets and she is going to... Allie, is it that she's going to pretend to get um, hit by a truck or something? What is the plan? Well, you know, I thought it would be a good opportunity to test people's um, good Samaritan skills right. this time of year because it's important to give back and to help others and blah, blah, blah. But if somebody like Vanessa, who is a tiny little girl, she was like, you know, broke her leg on the street or something, mm. would anybody even stop to help her? And how long would it take for somebody to help her? So, so we're going to put her out on the street. We're going to get Johnny video. We're going to break her leg. want to be authentic, Vanessa. No, we're going to have Johnny film, you know, secret camera, and she's going to pretend to be writhing in pain on the street and see who actually stops to help poor dead tooth. Right. And if someone does... Then uh, I guess uh, we will gamble on how long it will take for someone to offer yeah, to even help. Her. Exactly, because I think, especially in this town and the, and in this area, everyone's just on their way to work. And I think it's really easy to just be like, you know what, someone else will take care of that. And then hours go by, and theoretically, Vanessa could just be writhing in pain for hours. Well, what kind of outfit is Vanessa wearing this morning? I Regular seen her outfit. <laughs> Jeans, black T-shirt. I'm a simple. Uh, like what kind of top? Are you, you know, showing I, off them things? Of or? course not, Omar. Omar, a very professional. A sweater. So yeah, I don't think uh, she looks. Some tight sweaters. You can see those bazongas. Oh, right, 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 All right, let's do it once clothed and once naked. Right. There you go. I th listen. The theory here is that will people <laughs> be a big a, will bit. people be a good Samaritan? And help uh, uh, Vanessa. Vanessa, I think people think she's a child from a distance. I think she, so too. <laughs> and they're gonna th like they, if I think if you pretended to be injured on the street versus her. Oh, no one would help me. No one would help. I'd you. scream for. They hours. would think that you hurt her. Right. Probably I'd get arrested somehow. Yeah. So we'll come back to the big bet if you'd like to join us for that gamble. Uh, of course, this big bet's always brought to you by our friends at the Commerce Casino, official partner of Klein Alley Show. We'll give you a one-night hotel stay if you're able to predict whether or not someone will help Vanessa. We'll do it all next. Uh, let's bet. Time to gamble. Courtesy of our official partners, the Commerce Casino. The big bet is all about are there good Samaritans still left on planet Earth? We're going to test a little theory right now. Vanessa's made her way down to the streets. And um, let me just see. Hey, Vanessa, you there? you hear us? I'm here. Okay. we've. Can... <laughs> All right, Johnny Pusher. Hold on. No, no, John, Johnny's down there filming. But I think that what she's going to do, rather than lay on the ground and writhe around in pain, because we don't want an ambulance to get called, you're going to hold a bunch of boxes, heavy boxes, right? Like, uh, the, And you're very short, so they'll probably block your view, I would imagine. How many boxes do you have? I have two, and they are blocking my view. Actually, oh, only two boxes block her view. <laughs> they're pretty big. Johnny said they're huge I boxes. They are. Yeah, yeah. She and she's really little, so she's gonna walk. The idea is, if we set the clock for a minute, will anyone attempt to help her? Now, it's weird because but, I, it, I feel like I've seen this happen before. I've seen a woman struggling with a very heavy package, and I thought to myself, not that I'm a strong guy. If I offer to help, am I doing a good thing or am I going to get yelled at like, what do you think I can't yeah, handle I'm myself? Yeah, I'm an able-bodied woman. Right. You exactly. don't need so, to save me. So it is a weird thing. 
I did, offering, I guess, is not weird. I wouldn't ever just take it and be like, I got it. Yeah. But, um, but Vanessa, can you, I don't know where you are down there, but I think if you've got these two giant boxes and you're struggling to open a door, that's going to be even uh, okay. a... Okay. All right. I'll struggle to open that. Tables, and then there's a guy with a dog walking by. But honestly, I've been struggling, and no one has helped me yet. <laughs> okay, okay, hold on. Hold on, we got to get the bets. Don't oh, we haven't start. even started We're not yet. even started. We haven't even set the clock yet. We haven't even gotten into it. It's officially time for the big bet. Here we go. It's time for a bet. A crazy-ass bet. Place your bets now. The big bet. We'll take the first two calls, lock it in, yes or no. And if you're right, you'll get the uh, one that Hotel State Commerce Casino. Uh, go ahead. Will anyone offer to help Vanessa? Yes, I think someone will help her. You think There's someone will help her right away? Uh, maybe not right away, but I think so. There's, there's got to be a good person there. You'd like to believe there's at least a good person left. All right. He <laughs> says someone will help. Hold on. Lang. Yes. You're in the big bet right now. Brought to you by our official partners, the Commerce Casino, for a one-night hotel stay up for grabs. Will anyone help Vanessa within one minute of her struggling? I believe not. Heck no. Definitely not in LA. Not happening. Sounds like you're undecided. <laughs> Sounds like you're undecided, Ali. We'll yes come or back no? to you when you're more, yeah, <laughs> when you've made your decision. Not happening. <laughs> All right. Hold on. A few other words for no? That guy must have gotten a thesaurus for... Uh, Black Friday or something. Yeah, 818 uh, said, 50 bucks says that more people will stop to take video. Than actually help her. Than help, yeah. All right, Vanessa. Okay, guys, this is the perfect time. There's two guys that are about to grab All right, so start walking, really talk really like you're talking Make on sure your phone. Make sure you're verbally struggling. Pretend you're talking to someone on the phone, be like, oh, it's just so heavy and I no. Am. All right. I'm not pretending. Go ahead. We're starting the oh clock right now. Go. All right. Oh, no, I need help opening this door. Can someone please help me? <laughs> I need help opening this door. No. Cool. <laughs> they just waved. They just waved at me. Oh, no. Oh, no. I need help. I need help. Oh, man, I'm staying away from that crazy lady. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally the look that I'm getting. I cannot believe no one is helping me. I'm actually Do you so hear crazy. yourself? Yeah, you sound insane. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Delivering some you box of crazy. So crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Just stop yelling so much and just and just struggle. I'm actually failing at this, guys. Okay. Twenty seconds. Twenty seconds left. Oh no. Okay, I'm at Staples. Maybe someone will open the door at Staples, like in the middle. Oh, hello. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, okay. What? No one help me, guys. Oh, man. Did someone just walk up and kick you? That's or what? so sad. <laughs> I think people walked up to her. No one actually offered to help you at all. How many people could have helped you? Like, how many people walked by you in the last five minutes? Four people. Wow. Oh, no. Wait. Hi. Good. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, no one helped me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so I just said hi and then walked away. Are you still I, holding the boxes? I'm holding the boxes. And and you can't see. Uh, I got to get a picture. Johnny, send, uh, tell Johnny yeah, to Johnny's text us a picture. Video, right? You got to put up on the socials. But I want to see. The, the, if I were if someone were to walk by you, they would see a woman struggling with two big boxes to cover her entire view. I just don't think people are that nice. Oh, see, hi. Oh. Oh, no, I wasn't talking to you. I thought you were going to help me. Okay. <laughs> what? I think Vanessa's the one that's not that nice. Yeah, 626 said, why don't you try popping out your teeth? I think it'll really help. Make you look like you're more desperate. 
I'm desperate. I look desperate. Uh, go to the crosswalk down there because there's always people waiting to cross, right? I would imagine if you try to cross the busy street holding all those boxes, someone would have to offer to help, right? I just want you to know that I'm going to fall. We'll do the original plan then. She's actually going to be The best the- part is that Johnny's just filming her and watching her fall down. <laughs> Doing <too>. nothing. <laughs> go ahead. Literally no one's helping me. Guys, I think this is a, a fail. No one. All right. Well, yeah. you know what, so, Allie, this what man. What if you scream a little more? I need help with the door. <laughs> I would, if yeah, I was. Wait, are you going to help me with the door? Oh, thank you, sir. You're so nice. <gasps> Doesn't matter. I think she's still lost. She's done. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we lost her too. Somehow she dropped. She oh must no! Have did dropped she get phone. killed? She just got <laughs> murdered. Well, Lang, you said in fifteen different ways no one would help her, and uh, way more than a minute went by, and no one helped her with the heavy boxes. So, uh, unfortunately, society loses, but you win. All right. Yes, hold, I love it. Hold on one second. Congratulations. That's been it's been the big bet. Nine one six. I didn't think it'd be so satisfying to hear someone struggling with a giant package. It's amazing. Yeah. It's K-Rock. That's now officially a Christmas song. At least it will be at the Kia Forum on December 9th. Sold out show, but we'll still get you in throughout the day. Songs you're listening for. I've already told you what song you're listening for this morning. A lot of people just joining us late tried to call during that one. Said it must be Chili Peppers. Must be the song. That's not the one. Hopefully you know which one it is. It's coming up very soon here at K-Rock. Um, we'll get to the box of shame in a moment. Something that I never look forward to. It's an opportunity for us to cleanse our souls before the weekend as we admit shameful things from our past that hopefully you will not judge us for in the present, but that doesn't seem to be the case. Mm-mm. A lot of uh, thoughts about the big bet that just took, took place. <laughs> Vanessa, I think she feels bad about society that so few people offered to help her. Uh, yeah, 626 said, though, why was Vanessa yelling for help like she was stuck in a dryer? Yeah, <laughs> and very strange. Her, her uh, acting abilities are not strong. 562 said, I've been dying with laughter. I'm surprised people just didn't stop to put Vanessa out of her misery with all that screaming. Um, but 626 said, maybe Vanessa should have flashed a little bit more cleavage to get help. If you got a little side boob coming out from the boxes while you're said. walking. That's what Omar said. I think that they would have. Uh, meanwhile, 213 said, I think she has to ask for R. Kelly's help to really oh, get She's a thing. huge fan. Number one on her Spotify <laughs> rap for the fifth That's year right. in a row, R. Kelly. She never stops. Uh, let's open this up and read a shameful, deep, dark, dark secret that involved one of us. Is it Jake's story, Omar's, Allie's, Vanessa's, Postmaster Johnny's? A lot of sad stories in here. Usually moments of shame we're not proud of. Things that you would never want to share with anyone ever. And we force each other to share them publicly over the airwaves. It's time for the box of shame. The box. Oh, what's in the box? Of shame. 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 We hope you don't judge us in advance, but we know that you will. This person. Man, there's so many still in here. I'm shocked. Did you add more recently? I added a new batch. I added a few, but... You've been on a hot streak lately with the box of shame. Well, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> See you again. This person, I also, my whole week, I feel like, has been a box of shame. This person ruined another person's wheelchair, forcing them to get another one and lied about it. Oh, my God. Let me just say, when Boy, I read... that is a new low. When, I, re- when I read it out loud, it sounds way worse than what actually happened. This is me, shocker, okay. <laughs> Are we going to do the whole around the room? Is it you? Is it you? Omar, is this you? I know it's not. Okay. I didn't. This happened very recently, by the way. This is one of the newer stories I added. 
I was, yeah, I go to this dumb dog park every night, and a bunch of dogs are there. 50 dogs running around. Unsanctioned dog park. It's always a big battle between the softball players and the dogs, and everyone hates each other. It's a whole thing. And there's a person that showed up one time, or there's a person that comes a lot that's in a wheelchair. With their dog? Yeah, with their dog. Uh huh. And the wheelchair, you. It's like an off-road sort of wheelchair. It comes onto the grass. Cool. Like it's, uh, you know, I thought it was like a... Does it anyway. have like those kind of spiky like mountain bike tires? No, regular wheelchair tires. It cool. looks like a standard wheelchair. They're oh. just, they're just, they're good with it. And they're an older person too, I should point out. One day I noticed that my dog had gone up and lifted his leg on the back wheel of the wheelchair and went all over the wheelchair. And yeah. then, and then when that happened, that started a, basically a... 20, oh. 20 dogs in a row and this person didn't see what was happening because they were faced the other way. Oh. And I'm watching as one dog after the next is going up and going, and going on the, number on the one all over the wheels of this wheelchair. <laughs> and this person's just having a regular old talk. Oh, some weather we're having and, nah, 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 and the dogs are just unloading. And I'm looking around. No one else seems to be as focused on this as I am, but I'm watching this happen and I feel bad, but I also don't think there's anything I can do at any point. Are you high? Yes. Well, okay. he had his dog walk. Why does that matter? Uh, just because normally when you do something super idiotic, you're high. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, but this hasn't been something he's doing that's idiotic yet. This is something his dog. So no, after, no, no, uh, yeah, I was just uh, kind of saying. So after I, I watch all of the dogs going on this person's wheelchair, I feel bad about it. And I didn't want to say to the person, a bunch of dogs just went number one all over your wheelchair. Because some of it was not just wheel alley. It was wheel, and you could see it splatter almost like seat area. So was there's it on a, his legs? No, but I it was all on the back side. But what I did was I said, I'm just gonna be the nice person here and I'm and gonna you start the human train. And I <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I'm gonna be the first human to get around this. You gotta let, be the first. Let the dogs know who's really yeah. boss. You know? <laughs> so then I re- and then uh, And then another I lady gra- came over. I gra- and- no, I grabbed a big bowl of water that, was, that the dogs were drinking out of. And I decided I'm going to subtly just walk over and I'm going to pour it all over the wheel of the wheelchair to kind of give it a good rinse. Oh, my God. Why would you do that without him knowing? Because I thought that was a nice thing to do. I didn't yeah, but say- then he just thinks some weirdo is dumping water onto his wheelchair, like some weird... I didn't think... It- I thought it was a nice thing to do. I-, I honestly thought this is what I would want if I was in the situation. But you were trying to do it behind his back. Yeah, literally and figuratively, yes, behind their back. Because I, I saw where all the dogs were going. It was all over the guy's wheel and spoke and bottom part of the wheelchair. So I got a whole bowl, bowl of water that was there, poured a little bit more in that I brought, and I went behind the guy and I dumped a whole bunch of it all over the back part of the wheelchair. And I thought, I felt good about myself. I went on with my day. <laughs> and I thought, I feel good about myself now. Like four days later, the guy is back at the park in a, in a totally new wheelchair. And I hear him complaining to somebody that his electric wheelchair got destroyed because the insides got all wet. (gasps) And I'm telling you right now, I did not think this was an electric wheelchair. I did not see gears. It didn't look electric? It didn't have that little joystick thing? No boogie-woogie-woogie. It it was not electric, as far as I'm concerned. Okay. So he claims that, I guess that's why he was able to so easily maneuver on and off-road, is that he, I guess, had some engine help. Cool. And I guess the water that I poured all over to really try to wash the dog pee off got into the motor so but but do you don't think that this was because of the dog number ones you think it was because of your water i poured a lot of water oh because i was God. trying to 
get rid of Did it. Did anybody else see you pouring water onto one, this guy's wheelchair? I, I, there was one other person at the park that has not been back since, unfortunately, because I did want to talk to this he's guy. He's afraid of you. And I said, no, because I said to him, he saw the dogs peeing too, and I said, here's my plan. And he said, all right, that seems like the... He, he kind of gave me the, yeah, that seems like the nice thing uh, to do. Yeah, that's someone who, el- who was also high at the dog park. But going, he, yeah, why don't you try but that? But he didn't, do, he didn't offer to do it. So I and now I didn't say... Any, I did not offer up this information, nor do I think it's... It, at this point, what he am I going to do? He offer to do it because he's not a dumbass. Like, yeah. what? He's Dude, like, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Have you noticed in, in my... Sh- I need some entertainment right now at the dog park. <laughs> in my shame... Let's go throw water all over that guy's wheel. Most here. of my shame stories start with me attempting to do a good thing. Thing. And I was yeah, trying to do a good yeah. thing. I felt guilty because I think my dog is the one who started the kind of parade of golden showers. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. You felt responsible. I felt responsible. If not, I wouldn't have even. I would have just kind of looked the other way. So, what good thing were you doing when you ate the sandwiches for the homeless? I didn't realize it was a peanut butter and jelly bar for the homeless. I thought it was for anyone who showed up at the event. Right. And but I, I'm, you said that most of the dumb things yeah. start with some good intentions. What yeah. good deed did you have in mind when you're masturbating in the church of a per- uh, church in a parking lot church? <laughs> didn't know it was a church until I was done. He was okay. making a donation, obviously. Yeah, okay. let's not bring up everything I've ever mentioned in the box of shame. <laughs> what about when you pretended to be deaf uh, to get some? Yeah, beer? what good deed were you trying I, to do there? I pretended to be deaf to get out of a timeshare presentation. Oh, that's what it was. Not to get beer. That's a good idea, though. You ripped off an old lady to get beer. Oh, yeah. Didn't, that's right. Did not rip Did not rip her off. You, She bought you beer. She bought us beer with her money. And then you pushed her. No, no. That <laughs> part, that's a lot. They were at Klein Alley show. I uh, just talked to 19 very disappointed people. We're going to talk to a very excited person in just a moment. But first, your news. Grab your Adderall. It's time for some ADD news. Oh, look, a lizard. I'll call you Scaly. All right, it's official. After 50 years, we're going back to the moon. NASA mentioned that this is going to be a big decade for moon travel. They have all these plans now. The Artemis mission is going to have them going back and forth to the moon. They're going to put a woman on the moon. They've got a lot of big plans. And now they have an official first date for flight. January 25th of next year. That is going to be the first... Take off and landing on the moon. This one is not going to have people on it yet. This one is going to be a um, unmanned mission. The lander is called Peregrine, and it is going to land on the moon and I guess just put some NASA instruments and tools and stuff there to start studying their little lunar environment in anticipation of the Artemis manned missions that will take place later on. When are they putting the lady up there? I think once they get enough tampons. Oh, smart. Smart. (laughs) Sexist alley. I don't, sta- and I don't stand by these comments, by the way. They got to dirty it up for the woman. As, to the, there. Uh, <laughs> as the real feminist on the show, I just want you to know I don't stand for talk like that, Allie, and I won't put up with it. No, that. you know, I think actually, really, what was delaying them sending some women up into space was because they were having trouble with the spacesuits. I remember. They were like, right. oh, we don't have enough room for boobs. And it was like, guys, everyone's had plenty of ability on earth to make room for boobs doesn't seem like much of a problem down on earth i don't know why it's so hard for astronauts. i don't i don't was that really the issue i know there was a spacesuit issue but i didn't think it had to do with uh it had to do for- with their different body type really yeah what about a guy like jake that's got huge knockers impossible he'll never, jake be able never to go. go to the moon no it's too bad because that guy loves moon rocks <laughs> if he he would like go there pick up all the rocks he would love that thing <laughs> sorry jake you can never do space travel because of your breasts 
I hate to break it to you. Sorry. All right. Many people shop online now, but if you do end up in a store, it's more than likely that you'll end up at a self-checkout counter at some point. It's supposed to be faster and more convenient. Ends up usually being a hassle for both the customers and the employees of the store. And now, apparently, retailers are losing trust in customers completely and that self-checkout theft is rampant, especially around the holidays. And a lot of these stores now are adopting the whole check the receipt thing at the door when you leave. Even if you do the self-checkout. Yeah. They want to make sure. Like Walmart's doing it at some locations. Home Home Depot's doing it. And some of the shoppers are getting mad because they're like, don't you trust me? Yeah. But it's also like that's something that Costco's been doing for many, many years. And it is annoying, but I'm sure it helps them prevent theft. There's a new position I've noticed at the self-checkout. Because it used to just be that person that would come in and help you if there was an issue. But now, I was at one the other day, they had a hoverer. And the hoverer just, just like kind of just kind of goes around and monitors. They're like the what monitor. A job. Yeah, at that point, they're almost like just. This is one of those things that eventually we're just going to go right back to what it used to be. So they have like a hoverer and a bag. Keeper? Yeah, there was still a bag keeper slash problem solver, but then there was and the an person adi- with that little thing on the lanyard yeah. that's like. Beep, beep, yeah, yeah, beep, yeah, beep. Yep, yep, yep. And then there was still a. But then there was a new position called the hoverer. The hoverer would just kind of float from machine to machine to kind of keep an eye on things, make sure no one was trying to pull any shenanigans. Man, my poor mother. How's she going to shop? Your mom's not going to be able to steal any more crockpots for a while. That's for sure. We kick off a new hour of the show right now with a very exciting news for somebody. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Thank God it's Friday! All right. No more stalling. A lot of people anxious waiting on the phones because they heard a song that we promised them would result in tickets to something they want to go to. So without any further ado, Allie. Adieu. I'm going to pick up a uh, caller that will officially be the 20th person to get through. That person's name is Anthony, I believe. Hello? Hey. Anthony, you're caller 20. Oh, my God. This is awesome. My daughter is going to be so happy. Best Christmas present ever. Yeah, I mean, technically, you still probably have to get something or else she's going to think you cheaped out because you gave some prize you won on the radio. But it's not a bad prize because you'll be going to the 32nd annual sold-out K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas, Chili Peppers, Garbage, Offspring, la, 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 la. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Love the show. Listen every morning. Uh, good man. Hold on one second. See that? All that listening to this show finally paid off for this guy. Yeah, look this guy's at that. Probably, There's a happy ending here. I don't want to put words in your mouth, Anthony, but I would imagine every morning you're going, waste of time, waste of time, waste of time, and now <laughs> it's all worth it, right? You have no idea how many times I've called. Mm-hmm. Well, good for you. I'm glad it all paid off today. All you have to do is be like Anthony. Persistence, persistence, persistence. Eventually, you'll get through, and you'll get the good news. You'll call her 20. The next song you're listening for on K-Rock today that will result in more tickets to this show that we've been talking about for the last, feels like, year is Cannon's Loving You. That'll happen just after 10 o'clock with the great Nicole Alvarez. When you hear that song, call up and get yourself some tickets to yeah, the show. Yeah, and if you're one of those people who calls over and over and go, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, over again and still hasn't won, there's another shot. Do you just have a malfunction? What was that? Well, just just move on from it. <laughs> what the hell was that? By the way, I'm looking at Allie right now. That was not an intentional. She honestly, I think, yeah. just had a stroke. Hit the reset button. Oh, come on. I leaned into it. Let's move on. She tr- Here's what happened. 
<laughs> she knows she screwed up, and then she tried to bury it. Yeah, and made it over the top. Then it failed. It ended up being funny. And because you have one eye, Ali has one pink eye that's pretty much swollen shut now. Are you gonna dress up tonight? I've never seen. I Klein a, really wants me to dress in a pirate costume. It'd be well, great. I, look, it. here's the thing: we have to host this big thing tonight at Comic Con, and LA, Ali has an eye that looks like it has been. I mean, it is in bad, bad shape. It's in bad shape. It feels better, but I think it still looks pretty. But bad. the good news is, we're going to an event that would not be totally weird if you showed up in some sort of an eye patch no, or, uh, not, or a costume I'm not some doing sort. eye patch. Katie actually suggested last night that I did an eye patch around, you know, our kid because she doesn't want him to get pink eye. But uh, I would rather, I think I'm going to do the sunglasses inside look. That's a great look. Are you being Sit sarcastic? down, douche. Yeah, Shut yeah, up. Yeah, I, I listen. People do it all the time here, all right? And I don't like it, but I think I got to do it. We'll give away some more tickets if you want to hang out with us this uh, weekend and tonight at the LA Comic Con. We'll be at the convention center, 7 to 9, for a live interactive show. A lot Maybe, of guests Jake, and Allie's Pink Eye. Like one of those, um, you know, like Star Trek visor things that like that guy wears. Star Trek visor? Yeah, you know, that's like that little thing that goes over his eye because he's like a Cyclops eye. Oh, you mean Data? I don't know. Do you have it? No, I do not have it. <laughs> Listen, nerd, we don't want to hear about the show. Shut up and give it to me. Just want to get that dumb thing. Uh, let's get into this hour with the Smashing Pumpkins, and then we will, uh, lots to get to. Netflix, Netflix is all coming up. All right, K-Rock, Colin Alley's show. You think if there was an emergency mid-air, Alley, and there was no additional pilots on the plane, you would be able to jump in and land the plane? Because, you know, we tested this theory about a year ago when that happened in real life, and then Omar said, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. That was his quote. Yep. And then we said, BS, dude, you couldn't do it? And he said, I could, because he said that because he didn't think there's any chance we would have access to an airplane. And then a listener happened to have an airplane and said, if Omar yeah. wants to land the airplane, he can do it. <laughs> And lo and behold, like a month later, that guy's up in the skies, and I'm yep. waiting to hear this. I'm waiting to hear the news. Fireball, uh, Rancho Cucamonga, and uh, all of a sudden, Omar landed the plane, and he did yeah, it, it safely. It was a bumpy landing, but I did it. Yeah, he did it, and it, and that was no, not a commercial aircraft. That was like a two seater. No, a, Am I alone yep. on the plane in this scenario, or is my family with me? Because you, if my family's with me, I'm not leaving them. You're not leaving them to try to land the plane. Yeah. Oh, You're so talking you, about stepping in to land the plane, stepping right? In. in an emergency? They just found out. They, they asked people, and they said that this is very interesting. Men, half of all men, 50%, think that they could safely land an airplane. The experts strongly disagree with this. <laughs> they and say are the that, experts really? men or women? The experts are all women, and they say, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. So th this interesting theory came up because I guess the discussion is... Always, you know, what do you do if you're up in the sky and something happens and the pilots are incapacitated? And hopefully you've got someone that's like, I... I did a, a flight simulator on my computer once. Something. But what they found is that, and this is the part that's crazy, is that even though the pilots spend about 90% of their time on autopilot, that's every flight, 90% of the flight, the pilot is sitting up there... Mm -hmm. Just chilling. On autopilot, drinking coffee... Well, takeoff and landing is the most important. Yeah, but that's even, the hardest part. Even a lot of the taking off and landing is kind of, I mean, it's not autopilot, but it's autopilot. But it's you know, not. It's it, really hard to fly, to take off and land. I think especially the landing is really hard because even so, like, even on commercial airlines, sometimes it's just a bad landing and it feels really like shaky and fast. And like, that's somebody who's experienced. Yes, but if you are a regular civilian, and you're sitting in that seat. You get that nice, cozy seat. They always have that nice uh, plush seatbelt, too, the pilots do. You know, the nice one that goes over the shoulders also. Uh -huh. 
and there's someone in your ear walking you through it and telling you, just put that at 75, move that to the yellow line. Yeah, but even by that rationale, you're saying, I could effectively land a plane with no experience if someone just walked me through every single step of the process. They claim... They, they, mean, they, can. they claim you even, can. They claim absolutely can. Even a few years ago, that number was as low as 10%. 10% of people a few years ago go thought they could do it. 90% said, no chance I could do that. Now, now it's, like it's climbed to 50%. Right. And I don't think, is it that people are getting more confident, fake confidence in their abilities to do things that they've never done before because they've watched like TikTok videos so they assume like, yeah, it can't be that hard. I think playing a video game. Yeah, I think people play it in a video game or like they watch a YouTube tutorial. That's the thing is TikTok, YouTube, all that stuff, you feel like you're an expert in 10 minutes because you can watch any expert show you some pointers and then you're like, cool, I got this, even though you don't. It gives you a false sense of confidence. But the thing is, I never would have thought in a million years I could have done it. But then when I heard, when Omar did it, now... But he didn't do it. What are you talking about? He, he got help from his... The pilot, like, did it for him, basically. No, he, he didn't do it. I had the stick and I had the little pedals. I forgot what the pedals are called. He, Omar <laughs> did it. I, I, I have the audio. I the audio here. Yeah, I could probably find I did it. it. Uh, he, Ali, he did it. He, I know, but the video guy, of it somewhere. The guy took over and helped you because he no, has like a special plan that, was, that he can take over your controls, and it's like you know, like my son has that little like fake car seat wheel in the back seat, and it's like, oh, I'm driving, you know, but you're not really driving. He, there was assistance going on. I'm not gonna, you know, say I did it 100%, but the guy told me I did about 95% of it. Right, he adjusted one thing because he didn't want to die, he told me. Let me see if this was... <laughs> oh, me, so you're 5% <laughs> away from doing it. Let right? me see if this was Omar. Hold on. So many small planes crashing. They have created new alarm. Why is this happening? <laughs> My, this is Omar. That was Omar's flight. Right <laughs> Wait, uh, Omar, that's that 5%. It's real important. Uh, Omar, I didn't realize. You, I thought you did it 100% yourself. No. Uh, there was about, the, uh, well, so that was the first time. And then the second time, he was like, do you want to, you know, after the first rough landing, he asked me if I wanted to go again. I'm like, hell yeah, I want to do it. That time, he led me to believe that I did it 100%. He well, led you to believe. The experts, hey, the experts he, want, that's what he said. The experts would like the general public to know the following as we get into crazy travel season. You can you, absolutely do it. You probably cannot do it. What? The, yeah. I'm telling this is what, the, according to the experts. These guys are bogus. Do not be fooled by any sort of things you've seen in movies, etc. It is quite difficult to try to land a commercial airliner with zero experience. Wouldn't you want to build up people's confidence, though, in case of an emergency? That's like, the, don't you want to pump them up? Like, I, why are you putting this news out there? I agree with what you're saying. And, and also, there's a big pilot shortage right now, and they should yep. make people think, like, hey, it's not that hard of a job. Like, if they're trying to get more people to sign up to be pilots, like, what better thing to do to be like, look, 90% of the job is in autopilot. 90%, you're just kicking up, looking at great views, counting the clouds. Yeah, but the last thing I want is some overconfident dude or dudes fighting over who's going to land this plane in an emergency and then getting behind the wheel and realizing that they actually don't know what the hell they're doing and not then they wheel, panic. Not a wheel, Allie, not a wheel. Whatever. It's not a wheel. Bike. That's why you can't do it's it. It's a joystick. Handlebars. Yeah. The pedal things. Yeah, yeah the pedal, the pedal things. things. So, just letting you know, if you think about it for a second, uh, you you will uh, have to go through hours and hours and hours of severe. If you want to, like, actually even have the ability to, they say, even have a chance to land it successfully. Well, and they're saying thousands of hours of training. Keep in mind that Omar landed one of those dinky little planes. Those are easier to land than a giant ass commercial flight with I, hundreds of passengers. I on disagree because I think Omar, the wind was a real factor. No, there's more to land. Oh. You're, you've got a bigger ass. 
alley. No, and it's really difficult to see over the uh, nose of the plane on mine. I don't know how the big airliners were. Maybe they have cameras up there, but yeah, it was difficult to see like the horizon and to get it balanced. Just so, so just just so you know, you're probably not going to be able to land a plane unless you're on Marcom. Yeah, remember that. But if I had to, if I flew flew myself at a discount, I'd do it. Oh, yeah, if they said it was a little cheaper if you <laughs> yeah, did it yourself. Yeah, and then uh, I'd get the behind shot. the wheel. Uh, back in a second, if you'd like to join us for Netflix or Netflix. A new month has begun, which means there's all sorts of new stuff that you could be watching as soon as this weekend. We'll get to it next. If you'd like to play with us, we've got some Comic-Con passes on the line for this weekend. Uh, or if you'd rather, we'll send you to go see the L.A. Kings. The choice is yours. It's after this quick break. All right, welcome to December. New month means new shows on Netflix. It also means it's time for us to bring back Netflix or not Netflix. That's what you'll hear when the description is actually a show on Netflix. If it's something that we've made up here, it is not. Now, during that writer's strike, many of these ideas were uh, some of the best ideas in the business because there was no one else writing. Now, they just sound like a bunch of lousy ideas that have never been made and probably never will be. So let's go ahead and uh, welcome someone to the uh, airwaves of K-Rock. Give them a chance to win tickets. You can either go to the Kings if you'd like to go see the Kings play or if you'd like to join us at Comic-Con. We'll be there all weekend. Let's do it. It's time. For Netflix or Netflix on a Friday morning. Start with Lisa. Ontario. Lisa, I'm going to read your description of a show and give you the title of said show. And you just have to tell us, is it uh, something that's actually available on Netflix or did we make it up? You ready to go? I'm ready. Mush, mush, and the mushables. Oh, my God. The mushables are putting the fun back into fun guy. That's right, Mush Mush and his friends are tiny guardians of the forest who go on adventures in a wondrous and wild world of nature and mushrooms. Mush Mush and the Mushables. Did we uh, make that up, Netflix, or is that Netflix? Uh, I'm going to say Netflix. I think it's real. I, how, if this is real, how I am not starring on it in it is no one, beyond No me. one mushier than you, Allie. Let's find out. Mush Mush and the Mushables. That is an actual Netflix oh, show. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, series started in 2023 and goes till question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> Who knows how many seasons they will get out of Mush Mush and the Mushables. Hold on one second. You got yours right. I'm shocked. As I was reading that, I thought I made it up while I was super high and forgot I had written it. I know. If you were going to make a show about me, I feel like you'd call it that. Uh, Robert on K-Rock. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, making cookies is a holiday tradition and a family tradition at that. But what if your family is broken? Divorced parents compete in a cookie competition that will be judged by their kids to Whoa. finally decide which parent is better in this Netflix original called That's the Way the Cookie Crumbles. Uh, I'm going to go with Netflix. That sounds like a Netflix show. Show me Netflix! Not! Not a Netflix show, but Gun. it should be. That's a great I would so compete one. in that show. Yeah. Well, you're not divorced, Omar. Oh, it's for divorced. I thought it was. Uh, it would have, well, you know, interesting. Uh, you could, I guess, you could use regular parents too. I, I don't know why I was <laughs> why thinking. Why have to be broken homes? I, I thought it was. Yeah. I thought it was much. Fun. I was trying to go with the name. That's the way the cookie crumbles. So, if it's me and my family, is it all my dads? Uh, all of Ali's dads would wow. have to compete to find out. Cool. Uh, unfortunately, that's not real. We made it up, so you do not get anything. We move on. Great idea. Great Thank idea. Wow, look at you guys. So supportive. I've never heard, usually you just tell me how stupid these dumb ideas are. Yeah, yeah. but because they're dumb, these one that one was good. Yeah. Cammy on K Rock. Good morning. Welcome to Netflix or Netflix. How goes it? Hello, Cammy. Hi. All right. You ready to play this? Yeah. A suburban mom bored with her predictable life and her nine to five job 
starts a steamy relationship with Chris, a local mall Santa. Mm. This rom-com is 80% naughty and 20% nice with a surprise twist. In the Netflix original, I Saw Mommy Kissing Mall Santa Claus. <laughs> um, definitely not. I don't think that's going to be a show. <laughs> All right, go ahead, play. Can you at Glenn. least pretend to think about it for a second? <laughs> not! Oh, that's not See, it. that was dumb. Okay, Tammy. And we're going to tell you. Dumb. Hold on, Cammy. You win. Uh, that's Cammy. See, it's not that difficult. Al, you wouldn't watch that? I didn't say I wouldn't watch it. I just think it's definitely made up. I thought that would be a hit. I saw Moss, Mommy Kissing Mall Santa Claus. Screen that's, I think, where it went wrong. The title was the problem? Yeah, the title was terrible. <laughs> Thank you, Jake, for jumping in on the bandwagon. Hey, Steve, you there? I'm here. Here we go. Single, 30, and under pressure. Tando. Ties, excuse me, Tando lies to her family that she has a boyfriend. Now she's 24. 24 days to bring one home for Christmas. Can she do it in a show called Yo Christmas? (laughs) 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 I would say that is not a Netflix. You're saying not flicks? I think his answer was ugh, (laughs) which is technically right. Well, listen, uh, obviously everyone's looking at me, but guess what, guys? That's a Netflix Whoa. show. What? That's a show. Yo. Yo. Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, I didn't make that up. That's on there. You can find it right now. So th- They're really so, running out of titles. So, so, so I'm saying some of my bad ideas are bad, but some of their bad ideas are worse. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Let's be honest, right, good, guys? Good point. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to watch the new Jason Biggs. I think Heather Graham's in the new Christmas movie on Netflix. It was terrible. But I thought people kind of have, they lower the bar a little bit for Christmas movies in general because they expect there to be a certain level this of cheese to it. This one was so bad, dude. I mean, it was hard to finish. Uh, yeah, my family had one on during the break and I could not even watch it. I was like, Jesus. Jana in Huntington Beach, how goes it? Good morning. Good morning. Uh, everyone knows that the most popular show in the history of Netflix is Coco Melon. But why should kids have all the fun? The team behind Drunk History is joining forces with Netflix to create an animated adult version of the exact same show. Fun songs, fun animation, but R-rated. This is called Coco Melons. (laughs) I knew. Jesus. (laughs) Um... I'm going to go Netflix. Not. Well, that's another great idea. I would watch that. I I know. (laughs) All of these we would watch. Omar's the one one person that would wait up to watch Coco Melons. Michael, we give you the final one, and then we got to get out of here, give away some prizes. All right. Um, The life of a concierge at a resort for Pokemon and her wacky misadventures with Squirtle and Pikachu... (laughs) The show is called Pokemon Concierge. I'm going to go with Netflix. That is oh, my God. Sounds terrible. Unbelievable. Well, there you have it. I thought we were done with Pokemon. No, we're not. New shows every day. Jesus. Hold on one second, Michael. My kids just got into uh, collecting the cards. Just now? I'm going to do cards yeah. for Coco Melons, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. Uh, there's a lot of football happening this weekend. Alley, of course, as always, will keep her ears... Perked open for those gayest football highlights, which we'll get on Monday. But Vanessa and I have not been picking lately because we should have been picking over the Thanksgiving break. I don't know why we didn't. There was games all over the place. But we do have an ongoing bet for the course of the season. I know a lot about football and gambling. She knows zero about football, zero about gambling. 
Somehow, she's still, I think, beating me on the season, which is remarkable. But we got some games we have to pick this weekend, so let's do it right now. Keep in mind, uh, I don't know which one of us you should put your money with, because at this point, both of us have losing records by far. But here we go. Game number one. Vanessa, you ready? Ready. Uh, the Rams battling the Browns. That game, I think, is here at SoFi on Sunday. Uh, who do you got? I'm going to go Rams. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Every time she's gone Rams, they've lost. Oh, yeah, because they're not doing very well. Yeah, but the Rams are, st- I don't know. They're still they're still in the hunt a little bit somehow. I know, but the Browns have been pretty good. Yeah, I know. I got to go Browns. I hate to do it, but I'm going Browns. By the Browns. way, according to Vanessa's notes, uh, the Rams-Cleveland Browns game takes place at Lo-Fi Stadium. Oh, Lo-Fi. Oh, cool. Love it. That's not, it's not really not a home game for either team, apparently. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Did I miss that? What's it called? <laughs> now you got it. It's Lo-Fi it's Stadium. It's Lo-Fi Stadium. Terrible sound in there. <laughs> oh, we got a game number two. <laughs> it's named after the worst Instagram filter ever. Uh, <laughs> let's give you the uh, Lions and the Saints also on Sunday. I'm going to go Lions. There the you go. Saints are going to win that one. I, don't, I feel pretty good about that. Really? I'm going to give you a game now that already happened. What? Cowboys, Seahawks. Who do you think's gonna Who's win? Who's gonna win that one? I'm gonna say Cowboys. All Good right, job. she got that right. That's an unbelievable game. A high scoring affair that took place yesterday. I know. Wow. I didn't watch a minute of that. I wish I had. All right, that Squaw. one doesn't. Do it. <laughs> you lost, yeah, Jake. Lost. Why are you squawing? Squaw. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Niners, Eagles. Ooh, that's Sunday the big afternoon. One. That's gonna be the big game of the week. I think there's two. That's right. Uh, who do you? Who's gonna win this one? It's a big game. Uh, 49ers. Uh, Eagle, it's a big. It's Eagle. a big game. Big e- game. Eagles are gonna win that one. We don't agree there as well. Eagles definitely have the win there, and we'll uh, wrap it up here with the uh, Chiefs, Taylor Swift's boyfriend's team, and the Packers. Ooh, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Um, Chiefs. I agree. The Chiefs will win that one as well. All right, write them down. We'll keep we'll keep track. We're going to uh, get into one final song of the day. I'm not we'll... going to do an upset there, Klein. Take the Packers. I know. I don't think the Packers will win that game. <laughs> They're not. So but... I'm trying to. I'm actually trying Go to. Out on a limb here. I'm trying to beat. Didn't I bet like five thousand dollars or something like that? If she beats me over the course of the you season. You did. Oh, that was stupid. Yeah, I know. Yeah, let's so, do five thousand dollars. That's why I have to take this seriously now. <laughs> And lose that money. And then she'll go, woo! This is her favorite song right now. It's K-Rock. We'll come back with takeaways and the weekend song next. All right, that'll do it for us here at K-Rock. If you're not, Nicole Alvarez will be in in just a moment. She's got 40 minutes nonstop K-Rock in her arsenal, and she'll give you some more tickets just after 10 o'clock. You're listening for Cannons. When you hear Cannons, call us up, and we'll see you at the Acoustic Christmas Show happening a week from tomorrow. Uh, tonight, final plug, we will be at LA Comic Con doing a live show from 7 to 9 a, uh, a variety show of sorts. Allie will have her pink eye on full effect. You can Great. come by and see it. It's nice it. to have the boss come in and be like, you going to be there tonight? What's wrong with your eye? That was awesome. <laughs> that was amazing. It was like, Allie's Great. been mocked by everyone who's <laughs> seen her today. So come by and see the lesbian cyclops in action <laughs> at Comic-Con. That's actually a great costume. Maybe I should come up with that. <laughs> that is going to be awesome. Uh, lesbian Cyclops. I am Dyclops. <laughs> <laughs> I have one eye but many fingers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, anyway, if you'd like to meet Dyclops in person, stop by Comic-Con. Also, our house band, I'm very excited about it. I'm Dyclops. Dyclops will be there. <laughs> 
and uh, Wolves of Glendale will be there as our house band as we uh, you know invite a lot of people. It, this is one of their songs that I think they'll be playing tonight. It's celebrating all the people that have an unnecessarily loud car, and I think it's worthy of a quick listen here. I've got a loud asking car peeling out in front of a school. Your conversation is over. Now you must talk about me and my car. Empty monster cans on the floor. <laughs> There's no way in hell that I could be poor because my car is loud as shit. And my life is fing sick. Also, my penis is small and it does not work. I live with my mom and she hates my there you go. That's Wolves of Glendale. They'll be our house band with us all night long tonight. You get to hear some of their music as well, and uh, it's going to be a good time. So details on our socials at Klein Alley Show. Let's get out of here with some quick takeaways, and then we'll get into the weekend songs. We can officially get into the weekend. All right, two one three. My takeaway is a Uranus joke is always worth a hundred dollars. We learned that earlier in the show today. That person's been listening since like six a.m. Good for you. Um, eight oh five. My takeaway is that due to Jake's huge knockers, he'll never be able to travel to the moon. Sad. That is sad. <laughs> sad way to learn. And six two six. My takeaway is tis the season for helping women with struggling packages. That's what it's all about. No one helped Vanessa today. We learned that during the big bet. If you missed it, check out the podcast goes with the show. Next week, got all sorts of good stuff planned for you, believe it or not, including, I think we have VIP access for you to join us at Acoustic Christmas. We'll do that next week, uh, the final week leading up to the big show, and some other stuff I'm sure we have in store for you as well. All right, you got a takeaway, Omar? Uh, yeah, my takeaway is that you hate the handicap. I don't hate... <laughs> That's not a takeaway. I love the handicap. You took away his wheelchair. I did not. Seriously. I helped the handicapped person accidentally. No. did not help them. Hmm. Listen to the show for the context that <laughs> goes with that. Please. No. Thank you. Jake the Nerd, takeaway. Superman is a crip. Ali, takeaway. That was my takeaway. All right. Goodbye. We're out of here. Enjoy your weekend. Here's your weekend song. Uh, crank it. Take some video. Send it to us. Tag us. Have a good weekend. Bye. Well, I don't know. Ching, 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 ching. Go ching, the bark, It's not about that Monday, Tuesday. No one cares about Wednesday. Thursday. Forget that voice. Are you ready for the weekend? Are you ready for the rear end? Are you ready for the weekend? Are you ready for the rear end? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, trash. Thursday, Friday, forget about that. Friday, Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, sleeping in. Eating brunch. I'm out. <laughs> This concludes the podcast, Klein Alley Show. Thank you for your time. Thank you for listening. Maybe even paying attention to some of it. If you need us in the meantime, the goal line is open for you, 24-7, 365. And that number is 844-956-GOAT. It's a great way for us to keep in touch with our podcast listeners. You can also listen to us live on the radio every morning on K-Rock 106.7. On the radio, you hipster. Yep, and the show always continues on socials as well, at Klein Alley Show on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. 
That's it for us. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll see you again tomorrow live on the radio right back here on this podcast. Sweet dibbits. Sweet dibbits. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.